The stands are evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have Come Follow Me. So we are continuing our, our trip down uh, Japanese lane, <laughs> uh, checking out some Japanese creep pastas. And what better, what, what, mo- what, 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 uh, what nice little venue to check out than the polka pastas <laughs> of old? Great. Um, yeah. Um, so, come follow me. I was actually originally posted on Pastebin in 2010, uh, and then Cleric of Madness on Creepasta.wiki posted it on the on the wiki for archival purposes. Um, so we're we're doing we're covering the the, the version of it that's on on the Creepasta.wiki site. However, doing a little bit of extra digging on this one, I I've actually discovered. Uh, at least according to knowyourmeme.com, that uh, supposedly this creepypasta is one of the earliest uh, is the earliest creepypasta to actually bring up the Lavender Town music as something creepy that can affect children. Uh, and I mean, we that. yeah, I mean, we did an episode with I think Matt from Drunk and the Ugly uh, like years ago about Lavender Town syndrome, or like like we did it as part of like another with alongside another creepypasta that we were doing like pokemon black i think um but uh yeah we're we're actually covering something that might be uh, a little bit of a creepypasta lavender town pokepasta history so let's let's dive into this one (laughs) uh with the rundown so apparently back when pokemon red and green were released in japan uh kids were killing themselves after they started playing the games. Uh, the survivors were hysterical whenever the game was presented near them. Uh, this had authorities baffled, uh, so the detectives on the case began looking into the creators of the game uh, for any kind of wrongdoings. Uh, most of the folks they talked to at Game Freak uh, who worked on the game were quiet but somewhat suspicious about something. Uh, eventually, the name came up. Uh, Eventually, a name came up in the case, uh, Chiro Miura, a, or an obscure programmer who was affiliated with Koji Nishino, or Nishino, but more on that later. Um, however, Chiro appeared to have committed suicide days after the release of the game, uh, leaving an apartment littered with strange writings of Come Follow Me and the like in, like, marker and such. Um... When the detectives interviewed Koji, uh, who got Chiro the job in the first place, he was acting very strange after the death of his friend. And during the interview with the detectives, uh, pulled out a gun and shot himself before, uh, uh, after saying, don't follow me. It was a few more months later, uh, and the child deaths were subsiding, so the game was remaining in circulation at that point. Uh, save for the game cartridges that have been recovered thus far by authorities. Uh, when a strange woman gave one of the detectives a letter from Chiro to Koji, 
which talked about this great idea he had to put in the game and some kind of secret to be found in the game. Um, then the detectives learn that Chiro worked with another programmer as a team on the game, uh, Sasuke Tamada. When they went to talk to him with an, an audio recorder as the only record of the following events, it was revealed that Sasuke was the mastermind behind this event and that he had Chiro put some secret in the beginning of the game where you walk into like the long grass without a Pokemon shortly before Professor Oak comes and picks you up and takes you to go get your starter. Um, <clears throat> then there is gunshots and, and gunfire uh, heard over the, the audio recording at Sousuke's place, and detectives or, and the detectives that were interviewing him and Sousuke were found dead later in, in Sousuke's apartment. Um, the case was then closed, and the only detective left uh, left the force. Uh, shortly after. So then we cut to 10 years later, and the same detective uh, decides to check the container with the evidence of the game cartridges and play one of them on a, on a, on a whim. Uh, he has a Game Boy from his dead son. Uh, he also has a dead wife, FYI. Um, and when he goes into the long grass section of the, of the start of the game, he finds the secret. It's a message uh, that from his dead family and they want to see him again. Um, overwhelmed by emotion and grief by the messages, um, the messages eventually cease and the game continues as normal, which causes the detective to panic wanting them to come back and actually want to talk to them because, again, they're his dead family. Um, then dozens of ghost children, who those who died a decade ago, and, and Sousuke, uh, appear in the offices with the detective, and as the children clamor toward uh, the detective and the Game Boy that he's holding, um, Sousuke pulls out uh, the detective's old gun from a from a table and hands it to the detective, who gladly shoots himself so that he can be with his family again. After his body is found, the authorities burn all the cartridges in lockup, and that should be the end of it. Except that as the disembodied narrator points out in the story, uh, the program is probably still in other cartridges, uh, event, even ones that are in other languages and outside of Japan. So if you have one of these older versions of the game in a, uh, in a Game Boy cartridge, maybe try and see if you can find the secret in that long grass. Or don't. Maybe just stay away from the long grass. <laughs> Yeah, uh, or don't since you know we know the secret. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that was uh, come follow me the the rundown of it. Um, now I suppose we'll move on to everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions. At this point, um, I've got a lot. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I've got a fair amount. Um, so uh, let's not dilly dilly anymore. I'll just dive into it again. Did you say like let's not dilly anymore? I I, I think I was like trying to do like dither <laughs> or like dilly daddle. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's dilly dally. Yeah, I think it's dilly dally. But I think I've also heard like let's not dither any further. Okay, that's fine. But yeah, um, without hearing that daddle, you're like leaving me hanging. I'm like he has to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, like it's a. Net, 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 net. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, shaving a haircut. <laughs> And then just didn't do the dit, dit. 
Yeah. Yeah, you're you're I forget, you're a cartoon character and you can't resist the temptation of the shave and the haircut. Yeah. Uh, knock. Of course. <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> uh gonna start with this one. Um a few cases recorded children who had began sawing off their limbs, others sticking their faces inside of the oven and choking themselves on their own fist, shoving their own arms down their throat. <laughs> I, I forgot how funny that that last bit was <laughs> to me, <laughs> but the actual like grammar inquisition here is that it should be uh, uh, a few cases recorded children who had begun sawing off their own sawing off their limbs rather than began sawing their off their limbs because uh, we all know how much I hate tense issues. You're you're a tense individual. I am a very tense issue. <laughs> I am a tense issue. <laughs> I said individual, but that's fine. I know, I, I misconstrued it, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and then the next one I have here, uh, he lead them to the main programmers of the game, the people responsible for the actual content. And I, to this, it was supposed to be, he led them to the main programmers of the game. Isn't lead and led the same, like read and read? No, I mean, I mean yes and no, <laughs> because like, so so fun fact... Uh, to lead is L E A D. the 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 mineral the, the metal material lead is L E A D. <laughs> but I hate the English language. He led someone to something is L E D. <laughs> if you say so. Yeah. <laughs> um, the English language is just a top a tapestry gamer. It's 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 layers upon layers of of shit. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> just say shit. Stitched together like a Frankenstein monster. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a fractal. <laughs> um but moving on to the next one here. Uh it seemed like he was hiding something, but he wasn't giving away. Giving away what? <laughs> Um, so I, I corrected the the story so that, uh, or I corrected the sentence a little bit to so that it read. Um, it seemed like Takanori was hiding something, but he wasn't giving anything away. Yeah, that sounds right. That yeah. Um, and I added Takanori because, like, when I was reading it, like, with in conjunction to the next or like the, the the sentence before it, it kind of like I was like, I know it's Takanori, but for clarification, it should probably just say like Takanori led them. Or it, uh, like it seemed like Takanori was hiding something. Who else would have been hiding something in that situation? The detectives. I, I, th- I think I just want some clarity of like exactly who was hiding something for that one, which is why okay. I added Takanori's name. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Uh, and then the next one here, um, they few words they could find in the mess was "Do not enter. Watch out." And come follow me in bold. So I think it should be the few words they could find in the mess. And then maybe, um, so one that I just picked up that I apparently didn't take a note on, but I, I noticed it when I was reading it the first time. So the few words they could find in the mess were do not enter, watch out, and come follow me, versus was do not enter, watch out, come follow me. Does that sound? Does that? Uh, am I wrong on that one? Um, I think "were" sounds better because it's two things, right? 
It's actually three things. <laughs> well, it's multiple. So it's multiples. Things. Yeah, yes, yes. So, yeah, I, I think in that instance, it should be were, not was, because it's talking about... And it even says, like, the few words they they could find. The Like, it wouldn't be was, because I feel like was would probably be used for a singular thing versus multiple. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's also they few words. <laughs> what, what, what does story, it say? What? In the story, it says they few words they yeah. could find. Yeah, so. that's the one that yeah, I corrected that with the few words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and then the next one here, which is actually a, I, I feel it's a pretty big issue, uh, grammar wise. Um, but I'll dive into it here. It was troubling, but the authorities finally persuaded Nisnino to sit down and speak with them. Okay. So the first this 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 was the first offender that I caught on the spelling of Koji's name, uh, Koji Nishino. Because, um, and I, I looked at, I looked back at it, and I actually went and eventually started looking at some of the names that was being dropped, and most of them were real people's names um, yeah. from from the from the from Game Freak and like the team that made Pokemon uh, Red and Green. Um, so Koji Nishino. Uh, so the last name is N I S H I N O is never used. <laughs> like Nishino is never used. It's always uh either Nisino, so like N I S I N O, or we have the sing and this is the and this one prompted it was like Nisnino, where they it was N I S N I N O. So yeah, it, every time in the story they get part of his name wrong. Um and I'm and now maybe it's supposed to be slightly different to try and not base these on real people. <laughs> but if that was the case, um, I would have liked the other real world people whose names were not spelled wrong <laughs> to also be altered in some way. Yeah. And regardless of that, um, the potential name change that they that we have here, like if this is supposed to be like Koji Nishino, not Koji Nishino, it's too close to the real name <laughs> that somebody could misconstrue it as just being a typo. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you know all the other names like Satoshi and and uh, Sasuke and and them are all and 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 uh, uh, yeah, all all those names like that are brought up. Um, the only one that's not real is 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 Chiro. Like as mm. far as I can tell, Chiro is a fictional character. But everyone else mentioned in here, aside from the from Chiro and the detectives, are fictional characters, or are are not are not fictional characters. Sorry, yeah, sorry. I had a note on that. Yeah, basically, like how kosher is that? You know, I have people. Yeah, I actually have a whole bit of it in my actual thoughts. Okay. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I don't know if you want to save oh, for there. Oh, oh. I'll save. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to talk about that in a second, okay. in a hot minute. I'm already done. Um, okay. But yeah, so yeah, the name, it should be Koji Nishino, um, not Nisino or Nisnino, is what I was getting at for the grammar inquisition here. Yes. Um, and then my next one here. Uh, when asked if he knew anything about the children who had died after exposure of the game, and if it had any connection to the game, he answered them seemingly carefully, choosing his words thoughtfully before answering. Oh, that's a little run-on, uh, I just noticed. 
Um, but the actual issue here is um, uh, children who had died after exposure to the game, not of the game. Yeah, that does sound mm. better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the next one here. The detectives pushed him more and more, searching through his mind for any and every scrap of knowledge this man had no game <laughs> and Chiro <Art>? and Chiro's <laughs> intentions. <laughs> This man has no game. He has no game at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's what supposed to be... So yeah, uh, ser- searching through his mind for any and every scrap of knowledge this man had on the game. No, he has no game. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he has no game. That. Yeah. But it's supposed to be, <laughs> I, I think, anyway, uh, had on the game, not no game. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> And it's like, it's, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. Woo! Um, moving on. Um, most of them didn't even know Chiro. And the few who did only see him... Sorry, I, I, had to re- I almost fixed... Uh, I didn't even fix it. Um, <clears throat> most of them didn't even know Chiro. And the few who did only seen him once or twice working on the game itself. So, I feel like there should be a comp. So the way I'd I'd fix this. Uh, so uh, most of them didn't even know Chiro, comma, which is already there when from the pre from the original version, um, and the few who did, comma, only saw him once or twice working on the game itself. So just change that scene to saw because yeah, <laughs> only seen him <laughs> once or twice. <laughs> kind of sounds weird. Uh, next one here. Um, this one might be a bit of a nitpick. Uh, I'll admit, but I'll dive. I'll, I'll just I'll just jump into it. Um, I'm doing a lot of diving and jumping apparently in this <laughs> this episode. Very today. Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, they had began to think that maybe Takanori was right, and it was all just a very odd coincidence or mass hysteria until they received the letter. So I feel like it should be they had begun to think that maybe Takanori was right, not they had began to yep. think. The, that tense issue again. Yep. Tense-wise, that seems... Yeah. All right, cool. I am validated with my tense... Uh, with my, uh, <laughs> my very... My, my tenseness. <laughs> uh, next one. He talked about a glorious idea he had, a way to program something unseen in any game before. Um, oh, oh, wait. The way it sounds... So I think it's supposed to be like, as in uh, like a way to program something unheard of in any game before, not uh, a way to program something unseen in the game or in, or in any game before. <laughs> like... The way it was, the way it was sound, the way the way I read it, it sounded like, um, it would be a way to program something unseen in any game, like something un- invisible in any oh. game, versus like a way to program something unheard of in any other game before, or something that is oh. not seen in any game before. Yeah, maybe uh, or has uh, not been I, seen. I don't know. I took it as um, the 
code itself wouldn't be easily recognizable as something. Okay. So basically, he's hiding something in the code, so it would remain unseen. Wouldn't that be written as a way to program something in scene, unseen in the game? Yeah, versus any game before. Yeah. So sorry. I was literally just going to say exactly what you said. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, because the the way I heard it, the way I read it, it was just like it sounded like he was talking about any other game. Like this has the potential to affect other games pr- before, <laughs> but then it's like the before part. Like it's like, well, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. Um. I feel like maybe Mikey has it right though. Like it could be like a way to program something unseen in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but wasn't it dropped later on that it was something that was hidden in the game? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Um I think it was like basically the um uh, uh cuz this would drop that earlier if it's saying it now. Yeah, that's true. Uh cuz it was I think it was like basically because they were using they were they were able to um make this code or put this code using the program that already existed in the game. So it would basically be much harder to, for somebody to find the code, like the, the, the flaw in the code. Yeah. But I think at this point, it's just something that's, as you said, unheard of in any game. Yeah. That's what it's trying to say. Okay. In my opinion. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, move on to the next one here. Um, Asked Sousuke finally, breaking the eerie silence, but replacing it with his voice. So I don't think it needed the but at the like like at the, at the end there, like um because it's a, like the, the pre right before this, it was like Sasuke talking, and then it's like asked Sasuke finally, breaking the eerie silence replacing it with his voice and then like when i was like looking at that i was like i mean you don't even really need the 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 part where he's like replacing it with his voice because like honestly it, it works as just asked sasuke finally breaking the eerie silence like mm-hmm. done <laughs> mm-hmm. but i mean you can have it you just but you don't need to have it there like that extra bit of like replacing it with his voice because like yeah he's clearly replacing the eerie silence by talking with his with his voice <laughs> But yeah, it's sort of like a, a two st- I, like on it though because it's saying it outright, you know. Yeah, that's fair. That's necessary though. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, whether or not it's necessary, like it's sort of like at this point, I wonder if it's like more just like a flavor thing. Like, do you want to have that little bit extra, or because you don't need it, but you could keep it. It's just like it's not yeah. necessary because for it depends on how you want the uh, how much emphasis you want to put there. Um, but I'll move on. Um, you want to know, or, uh, you want to know what is this all about? So I know it's dialogue, (laughs) but, uh, I feel it should say, (laughs) what is this? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, you want to know what this is all about, not what is this all about? Yes. However, It said specifically that this is unedited audio recording. That's true. So maybe he's translation. Yeah, that is also true. Yeah. (laughs) 
That's why I said I. That's why I put the preface. It is dialogue, but mm-hmm. <laughs> because this is a story, <laughs> this is a piece of fiction. <laughs> um, you, you just want to be in the nitpick nook, don't you? I, I mean, it's just so the couch is so comfy. <laughs> it's so nice. Well, of course, it's, <laughs> it's got even your ass because you're in there so much. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like the 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 the, the the armchair, or like, yeah, the arm part is like really good for like just keeping a drink on. <laughs> That's where I have my coffee. <laughs> yep. That's why we catered it to you because you're always in there. Yeah. I got my spot, <laughs> my ass cheek mold. <laughs> anyway, uh, move to the next one here. Um, just to hear that thank you when you receive the finished product. That was his reasons. So, again, I think this is dialogue. Uh, when I, I, didn't, I don't have any of the quotes for, behind it, but I think this is like um, Tamata talking, or Sasuke talking. Um, yep. But uh, it should, I feel it should be finished product, not finished product. And uh, Depends. Are they working out of Finland? No, it's Japan. <laughs> Then yes. Oh, okay. Um, and also, um, that was his reasons. I feel it should be that was his reason. Not so, like just not plural. Yeah. But uh, I'll, I'll move on. <laughs> Digress. Um, yes. I was trying not to say it, but here we are. <laughs> I could control his flawlessly. Sorry, <laughs> I think it should be. I could control him flawlessly. Mm. And then the next one: uh, a sound of a window opening could be heard, followed by the detectives. Should be followed by the detectives with the ed at the end of follow. Uh, and then the next one here. Although he was no longer in the force, he still had access to files and was helped when he could. I think that was should be a, a would. So it's like he still had access to the files and would help when he could. Or just remove it and just helped when he could. Yeah, that also works. Yeah. No need to put unnecessary words in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this one's not going to be really hard. this one's a little bit harder for me to uh say it like when i read it but i'll i'll bring up what the problem is after um said sasuke picking up the gun and putting it in the lead detective's hand uh so detectives um is it's uh, it's like detectives as in like plural detectives oh, yeah. <laughs> uh it needs it needs the um the apostrophe at the end uh like between the uh detective and s um, also, I feel like detective should be capitalized since it is the lead detective. Uh-huh. Sure. Um, yep. That works. And then we're get- yep. Um, and then we're getting to the last three guy. <laughs> we're at, we're at the. I can see the. I can see the. Uh, I can see the finish line. Yeah. The, um, there's a bunch of fins at the end there, just rooting me on. <laughs> um, his brain spread the wall. As he fell to the ground dead. I think it should be his brains sprayed the wall as he fell to the ground dead. Or spread along the wall. 
Yeah. If you really yeah, want to just, use somebody just pen. got a big Yeah, somebody just got like a nice butter a butter knife and just just spread his brains along the uh the wall like like bread like like jam on bread. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had spread all over the wall. That would have been good too. Yep. Uh and then the next one here, um there would taunt no more. Think it should be they would taunt no more. Um, What's that part in reference to? Uh, it's in reference to the, uh, the all the game cartridges being burned and like being disposed of by the authorities. And it's like they would taunt no more. Do they um, taunt? Well, because like I, taunt is a word like that can be used like for like they would they would um, like influence or they would aggravate someone no more, like. Because that's kind of what the, what they do is they they basically yeah they affect you yep <laughs> in some negative way so yeah uh, and then this was I think near the near the end of the story um, if you have an old Pokemon game you can place the cartridge in the back of the classic Game Boy turn on the system and roll the wheel who knows I, I feel like there needs to be a period between wheel and who so that like there's some kind of a break there. <laughs> So it's like so it reads more like um uh you can place the game or you can place the cartridge in the back of the classic Game Boy, turn on the, the system and roll the wheel. Period. Who knows? And then it goes on like you maybe you'll find the secret. <laughs> you'll find out what the secret is all about. But like the way it reads when you first see it, it's like and roll the wheel, who knows? <laughs> There's just no break whatsoever. Also, wouldn't it be spin the wheel? It's like they mixed spinning the wheel and rolling the dice together into roll the wheel. What are they? Me? Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. Mixing up these mixing up these uh these weird like the the different euphemisms and metaphors together? Yeah, that's your job. <laughs> I know. I totally didn't write this. No, of course not. Disclaimer. Oh, damn. I didn't I <laughs> Disclaimer, I did not write this. Sure you didn't. <laughs> I don't believe yeah. you. Okay. Sorry, that seems like the perfect time to like throw that like that uh that joke in. Yeah. <laughs> that gag. So But uh yeah, that'll do it for my grammar inquisition. So Mikey, the E stands for evil. Um, well you got all in mind. So onwards to a conjunction junction. Okay. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. It was a strange case because many children who had the same games did not show this behavior, but only a few. It seemed like he was hiding something, but he wasn't giving way. It was only a rumor, and had no real definitive backup, but it was still something to look into. It was troubling. But the authorities finally persuaded Miss Nino to sit down and speak with them. It seemed Chiro had convinced Nesino to get him in on the project, and it had worked. It would serve as an extra, a kind of out-of-place thrill for the player. It wasn't, however, missing no. It 
couldn't be. It was when they asked about the notes found in Chiro's home that he snapped. It was too quick for the police to react. It was done. It seemed all leads had finally died. It was as if they were keeping a secret. It had been a couple months after the original children's suicide, and the death rate had dropped dramatically. It seemed that the game was no longer giving any ill effects to any children. It was given to one of the detectives himself, quite directly out on the street. It was a woman who gave him the note, a very frail, thin, thick-looking thing. It was a letter written by Chiro himself, but it wasn't one found at his apartment. It was a perfect way to hide whatever this was. It was just his name, written hard in the letter where the paper almost broke through. It was only his name. It seemed the detectives were a little uneasy about this man. It sounded like he was trying to maintain his voice, and then nothing. And now, even the creator, the cause of this atrocity, Sousuke, dead. It was killing anyone and everyone who got involved. It was far too late to pursue any of this. It was his son's, but he had died a few years ago. It was normal, average. It just sat there, and so did the detective, completely frozen, as if time had stopped just for them. It was his wife and his child. But right now, he didn't see it as something that caused pain or that killed. It was shining. It was light. It was something that could set him free. It was a few days before the body was discovered. It lay on the floor, blood everywhere. Finn. Okay. <laughs> there's a two there's two things that made me like uh like I had to like hold my mouth because I was like loud but to laugh. <laughs> the letter that is only Chiro's name. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then um <laughs> the, the the end there, it was just like uh it was golden shiny. It wasn't going to it, it wasn't something to to harm or kill. It was uh it was set him free. It was a few days later. <laughs> he was found. Oh, <laughs> um, I mean that's. Shit is I just realized. Sorry, what Your context shit is great. Yes. Uh, also, uh, I now, because I know the context of like it was a, a, a 
the 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 gun is is what he like he pulled out and like shot himself with at the end there but he's like calling it like it was shiny and like it was light and I'm just like wow is this the first drop of the sh- of a shiny type pokemon <laughs> like shiny pistol <laughs> use 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 headshot it's super effective uh well, it is now Oh, Gallows humor. I'm you know what? I'm surprised somebody I'm sure somebody out there has made a Pokemon like a fakemon of a gun. Oh, I'm sure. If they have freaking car keys. Yeah, literally they have key key ring with keys as a Pokemon. They have snow cones as Pokemon. They've got fucking ba- bags of trash as Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's rubbish. Yeah. Got a tip. <laughs> Running out of ideas. Real. Yeah. Well, it didn't help. Like as soon as they got into like, oh, like fairy Pokemon can be anything. <laughs> it's like that's how we got. That's how we get keychains oh, <laughs> and swords. Yeah, yeah. The key, yeah, the keychain one is a is a fairy type. I see. I hate it, but uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, those unaware he does these uh, strings of sentences and puts them together into a story to highlight all the sentences in the story that start with words that they probably shouldn't, like it's and your butts, because there's always better words to use, and it's way too easy to fall into the um, a trap of just using it in front of everything. Yeah. Also, it's sometimes fun and like humorous to, 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 to see the out-of-context story that we build Indeed. with these. <laughs> um, you, like, you, you were actually like telling a rundown up to a point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like a, a pretty complete, a comprehensive one, and then like it started getting a little like there was some information that was missing that we didn't that we kind of needed. But at the beginning, it was starting to like sound like you were just doing a rundown again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, gamer, you're up. That'd be my turn. The detectives were unsure what these meant, but they knew they had to have a connection. Period. Further searching, comma. They discovered Chiro was good friends with blah, 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 blah. So for me, I prefer to start the second sentence flipped around. So it would be the detectives were unsure what these meant, but knew that they had to have a connection. Searching further, they discovered Chiro was good friends with blah, 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 blah. Instead of further searching. Yeah. It kind of sounds mm-hmm. more better to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next one here, the detectives pushed him more and more, searching through his mind for any and every scrap of knowledge the man had. Oh, actually, no, you heard me said this one. Man had no game. Yes. Yeah. Man has no game. (laughs) And you corrected it to just uh, the knowledge this man had on the game. Yeah, because that's what it sounded like it was supposed to be. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I also changed it to um, so Knowledge this man had on the game, comma, Chiro ellipses and Chiro's intentions, because it's sounding like they just want the information on the game and Chiro, but not necessarily his intentions. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. It's it's like they're it's three things, but it's spaced out into two things. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I mean it does say like so. Maybe that's why the the ellipses is there. So like it, it does say like the man ha- uh, uh, knowledge this man had on the game and Chiro dot 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 and Chiro's intentions like they were like oh adding on like, to it yeah like I think that maybe that maybe that's what they're trying to get across with the ellipses there yeah you might be right like they 
they've second guessed to themselves like oh also we want Chiro's intentions not just information on Chiro but also <laughs> this is being read to us by a narrator this isn't yeah it's true transcription fair because yeah you don't go and this and that and that either way moving on uh my next one is kind of weird uh it, it's mentioning how the only thing that was left from the conversation was a voice recorder found uh what follows is unedited recording and I made a note here. It's I guess it's technically a note. Just saying, like, I hope that there's flubs in here because it's unedited. Them talking through it flawlessly without stuttering or anything would be unrealistic. Yeah. And for the most part, they did. They just spoke really cleanly. There's that one accident, the one little typo. But I feel like there should yeah, be more a, yeah. ellipses or, like, you know, like saying the wrong thing and having to restart it, you know, because they're having a conversation and what's given to us is a one-to-one voice-to-text transition from that onto the page, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it just felt really clean, like they were actors reading a, a script instead of dudes talking, you know? Yeah, so, so what I'm hearing is my two... Uh, Grammar inquisitions on that section are null and void. <laughs> yeah, because for, from your perspective, because like yeah, you want like the the flubs actually create like the immersion level of like okay, this is a unedited recording that we get. Well, saying the wrong word like that, like yeah, sometimes that happens, but he would immediately correct himself. That's a thing. Yeah, true. And there's yeah, so be, we actually should have gotten a little bit extra. Yeah, there should be like a couple of us and stuff like that. Because that's how people talk. Yep. <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> uh, this next one now. Your partner, his name was... The detective was quickly cut off by Sosuke Eerie voice. It should be Sosuke's Eerie voice. Oh, yeah. And then this last one. A shot can be heard loud enough to distort the audio. Sounds of screaming... Murmuring could be heard. The table recorder was on crashed. I I thought for sure you were going to say the table recorder was on crack. That too. <laughs> Pretty close though. It was on crashed, which is a, yeah. a different type of crack. It's like high level crack. Yeah. But no. So a simple comma can fix that. So it'd be the table the recorder was on crashed. Boom. Mm. Or broke, maybe, if you want to switch it to that. Yeah. Also, damn it, now I'm trying to figure out, what, trying to remember what the Shadowrun, sorry, Mikey, um, <laughs> drug is that's like, that's like basically super meth. <laughs> or kamikaze? Super crack. No, not kamikaze. Uh, it's like, it's like, it's basically like poor man's, like, um, oh, this is bugging me. <laughs> it's like, it's like, a gang, like a gang drug, uh, in in the game. Um, fuck, I cannot remember. I, I don't know why this came up, but like, better run drugs. Do you want to search for that? <laughs> yeah, this is super important. <laughs> crash! Yeah, it is. <laughs> I was. Oh, I, I was crash. Yeah, crash. Yeah. Okay. No, but I don't think that's the one I was thinking of. But like, 
I know there's another tempo. No, it's not tempo. It's not. It's not. Um... Fuck. I cannot remember what it was called. <laughs> but it was like it was brought up in our in our Shadowrun game. Sorry, Mikey. Um, like like a couple times, and in the uh, the campaign that I I constantly listened to. Um. Fuck! I'm completely gapping on it though now. <laughs> I I think I might have to actually bust out the book. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh, This is is not important to this game. This is not important to what we're talking about right now. Really not. I apologize. Aside from the fact that there was was a drug in Shadowrun, sorry, Mikey, called Crash. (laughs) Which one are you looking for specifically? It's like a a really common one in like 4th edition. I'm um, sure the common ones are Kamikaze, Tempo, and and maybe Crash. I guess I don't know. I I, I don't think it was called Crash. Although that's obvious. That you know what? This is this is superfluous to what we're talking. Our discussion. What do you mean? We're talking about Shadow. Right? <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So sorry. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna just turn take this. I'm gonna delete this tab off my computer so I don't look at it. Okay. <laughs> um. Future me, maybe add it right now. Boop. That would be the street drug, Cram. Boop. Thanks. It's that one. <laughs> oh, of course. Yes. Sorry, sorry. Continue. <laughs> Super important. But yeah, I'm done. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, then we'll move on to actual thoughts. So uh, I'm going to start with this one here. During the first few days of the release of Pokemon Red and Green in Japan, back in February 27 of 1996, a peak of deaths appeared in the age group of 10 and 15. Ah, we're going back to that pool of Vigipasta, Pokepasta inspiration, are we? Uh, that, that's like my first comment, like when, as soon as I jumped into this, like, oh, okay, so this is going to be one of these pastas. <laughs> um, and like, I swear I heard these urban legends and like stories back in middle school and early high school. Like I I remember hearing like tales of like kids getting seizures or jumping out of windows due to like because they thought that a Pokemon was going to show up and save them. Sorry. <laughs> I'm a child today, apparently. Yeah, it's fine. Today? Shut up. <laughs> um by the way, I know you I, and again I don't know No, oh, sorry, go. Oh, I was just okay. I, I don't know the validity of them. Like much, like I don't think there is much validity to them. Um, like I know the seizure cases were true thing, but that was more in line with the the TV show, like an episode of with uh, involving uh, uh, flashing lights and and uh, and like Porygon. So, um, like that's not that's the show. That's not the game. But yeah, it seems like Pokemon is just really easy fodder. Like for for people to come up with like dark conspiracy stories and creepypastas uh about it because of like certain like things in the game and things that sort of happen around the game like and again i don't think there was actually a lot i don't think they they ever actually tied the game to like a bunch of like suicides in japan i think that was mostly falsified or just like kind of conjecture mm-hmm um because like you could you could do that to almost anything like oh this 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 thing that just came out happened to be around when a bunch of like uh, like this this age group of people was committing suicide like 
unfortunately in our culture and in our in our society like that shit happens on the regular like there's so like when you adding statistics to something doesn't automatically make it um like connected to something <laughs> yeah just sort of some most of some most of the time or sometimes it's just happenstance that something seems to happen when something is is there but it's it's interesting that pokemon seem to maybe because of pokemon's like fandom and fame uh and like how big it got like it was bound to like have some kind of uh dark um uh some dark rep reputation um added onto it um but yeah that was like that was me just going into the story right off the hop it was just like oh okay we're going right we're just diving into that part of the pool are we <laughs> um and uh yeah we'll move on to the next one <laughs> um Going back to the cartridges they had seized from the homes of the children, they decided to take a slightly more direct look at the games. They knew that it was these games that gave the children the ill effects. So they took extreme caution, popping in the cartridges and turning the console on. The game screen booted. And it was at this point, for some reason in my head, I, I just had this idea of like, a, like this is a super serious police case. And there's just a bunch of detectives with Game Boy Color with Game Boys on in the in the offices playing Pokemon for rec- for evidence gathering. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the mm-hmm. case. I just imagine like a bo- Yeah, exactly. The most serious case. Yeah. I have a note on this as well. Okay. Um so they knew that it was these games that gave the children the ill effect. So they took extreme caution of playing them. Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> there's just a scene after, like, like, they're, like they're, they're, they all like this. All right, all right, gentlemen, get your Game Boys. Let's 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 see what we can find. And then, like, the next scene is just like somebody who somebody who went out to go get coffee for everybody's like, "Hey guys, the game." I, I, and he comes out. He comes back to the uh, the bull pit, and they've all just like hung themselves or like cut their wrists or something like that. Like, just they've all just like killed themselves. Like, oh, he just like. Backs up slowly with the coffee in hand, because <laughs> yeah, it's like some kind of like basilisk hack or something that this, these games are causing people. Like they just like make themselves, make kill themselves. I mean, we find out what it is, and it is kind of like that. It's like a weird mind hack yeah. that happens. But yeah, uh, Mikey, do you have anything more to say on it? Um, well, the the fact that they know that it's these games that did it. Yeah. <laughs> like, they have no concrete evidence tying the game to the deaths at this point, yet they know. It says it yeah. That's why. <laughs> so they do. Yeah. This is this is very much an early creepypasta or urban legend where you just, like, you we know. <laughs> they know. <laughs> like, the connection's there. <laughs> you just gotta shut up. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty standard fare for uh, an urban legend, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah, about all they know is that the games give survivors a negative reaction, but that doesn't mean that the game itself did it. Like, yeah. for example, in the movies, you see people being tortured and in, or interrogated with like jumper cables, but do you blame the jumper cables or the bad guy wielding them? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so like, well, actually, that... that it's like with the kids, <laughs> it's basically like a 
what would be a realistic thing for the cops to say is that it's basically a PTSD response to the games, not the games themselves that did it, but the games were some were some kind of focus during some weird shit that went down with the kids. Yeah, it is. It is strange that they'd go immediately for like it's a super there's something wrong with the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely like in in real in in a real police procedural or like a police like investigation. I feel like they wouldn't immediately. They they probably would have somebody like look at the game like thoroughly and like look at the code maybe to see if there's something in it. But like it wouldn't be an entire group like like a group of them doing it. Like and they wouldn't do it like that would probably be like the like they'd maybe have like they'd bring in like an expert maybe to like on the game or like like they 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 probably cut this whole section out like of like a bunch of them playing the game to like see what they can find and go to just immediately go to game freak. It's like, Hey, we have some questions regarding your game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I digress. I'll, I'll move on. <laughs> okay. Um, the next thing here is actually regarding the, the lavender town music and how it, again, like there's the, the urban legend and creep bosses that we've, we've tackled before called lavender town syndrome, where, Apparently, the music of Lavender Town, um, the original score, uh, is is creepy and stuff like that. It is it is actually creepy, like when you listen to it. And people have made remixes to make it creepier and spookier. But there's this urban legend and creepypasta roaming around in the early 2000s that like Lavender Town music caused like something in children who, whose minds were slightly under, uh, who were still developing, um, and because of that, they they were affected more viscerally to the music or like the tones that were in the music, and that was what was causing them to commit suicide and or die. Um, and that's the whole like Lavender Town syndrome thing. Um, but we get this quote here in the in the story. Um, they came to the stunning reality that it could not have been the music from Lavender Town that had caused such ill effects in the children since it was impossible to reach that part of the game in such small amount of time and with only one Pokemon in their inventory. This brought them to the conclusion that something early on in the game had to be the cause. So at this point, like I, I hadn't done the re- like done the search to like see more about, see if I could find more about this pasta and find out that this was one of the first uh, mentions of lavender town syndrome or lavender town being used. Um, I'm also kind of floored that it it doesn't use it. Like it it's it straight up says in the story, it's not. It couldn't have been the Lavender Town music because they didn't. They couldn't get there yeah. in the game yet. Um. So I actually kind of really liked that part of the story because it seems like it's going to do something different than just oh the Lavender Town music caused the creepiness or missing no caused the creepiness. No, we're getting some. We may be getting something different. Yeah, before um, reading which, this story at all, I'm like, okay, it's either going to be Missing No or Lavender Town. Let's see what it is. And then it starts talking about <laughs> Lavender Town. I'm like, okay, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Wait, it's not the cause? How dare you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I was actually kind of like excited for, for a part of this because it was like going to be introducing something creatively new to the Pocapasta subgenre. Um. And then we got this part, <laughs> but then we get this aspect of the story that kind of, kind of tackles with my uh, with with what I liked about the story. Um, so starting with this quote here, it was when they asked about the notes found in Chiro's home 
that he snapped. From under the couch, Nasino was sitting on. He whipped out a pistol, pointed it straight at the police while backing away a few steps. Then, just as quickly, he brought the pistol to his face. Don't follow me, muttered Nasino, as he uh, he stuck the pistol in his mouth and pulled the trigger. It was too quick for the police to react. It was done. Nasino had killed himself, repeating slightly differently what was written on one of Chiro's papers. Is it weird when someone makes like a spooky fan fiction or creepypasta or this is kind of like a spooky fan fiction to a degree of a real person who's still alive. Like I'm all for using like for, for fictional storytelling involving historical figures who are decades or even centuries in the dirt. But to me, it comes off sort of in bad taste when you use a living person or even like sometimes a legit company or 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 um or what have you like like some kind of uh some kind of living or like present day person or or uh or establishment in an urban legend style piece of fiction and kill off someone who's still alive twice <laughs> yeah i yeah like i i looked i looked at like i had to like basically look at every character in this story Everyone except for Chiro are the real people who made Pokemon red and green. Um, as as far as I could tell, like Chiro is a fictional character for this, but like Satoshi, Tamada, uh, Koji, they're all like they're all like and like I cannot remember, I cannot Sosuke. remember the uh, uh, not so, no Sosuke is Tamada, oh. uh, Ju, uh, Junichi, uh, Junichi Masuda. The uh, the guy who made who composed the music for the game and Lavender Town music specifically, um, they're all mentioned in the story as like being sort of cagey and stuff of like that. And then like at least like two of them specifically kill themselves or like or are gunned down by police in this story. But like a quick Google search will show you they are still alive and kicking. <laughs> they're they're still making Pokemon games. Yeah, it's kind of weird. So. It, yeah, it kind of like not only like on the fact of like okay that breaks immersion like these people are real and they're alive still, but also it sort of leaves a bad taste in my mouth because like why would you why would you do that to somebody like it it always like it's it's always kind of a, a weird thing to like use somebody who's still alive for me and and demonize them or even like kill them off <laughs> and then post that somewhere like it just seems kind of like you're 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 potentially harming their reputation or you're cause you're adding you're putting misinformation out there even though it's clearly um, fiction yeah even though it's clearly fiction but like i mean this is early 2000s a lot of like creep pastas and urban legends on the internet were there there wasn't that sort of like hard mentality nowadays of like yeah it's clearly fiction it's just a story there, there was a little bit more leniency of like, was it real? Was it not? Because these were stories that were being told by like teens, mm. and 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 kids and teens are impressionable for the most part. So, it, it did have me wondering. It's like I don't know if I like that part of the story. <laughs> like the fact, that, I mean, yeah, it adds a little bit of immersion. Like, oh yeah, it's these 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 people that are part of this that made the game, but maybe don't. <laughs> At least just don't kill them. Maybe off. maybe. Yeah, maybe don't kill them off. Maybe, maybe, 
find a different way to have something creepy in in a Pokemon game, not have it like be like, oh, the creators added this for this reason. They are evil. Like, no, <laughs> like they're they're capital, they're 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 corporate, but they're not like they're not any like, more not evil, evil than all the other corporate people out there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It or I I'd even I I think for me like Chiro being a fictional character, um, and and being like like being inserted into the company to sneak in this sinister like game into the first of this program into the first batch of games okay that's kind of towing the line but then and and i could actually kind of accept that as like a as a as an an interesting idea for a pokapasta kind of urban legend Mm -hmm. thing but the fact that it also later insinuates that like a real person sasuke uh, tamada um was the actual mastermind and sasuke he's talking like a super villain and everything Okay, I wasn't the only one who thought that. Oh no, hell no! He was like silhouetted behind <laughs> okay, cool. the, the window. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay, here, here here's the line. He had like a cat I, in his arms or something, or like a, a Chiba, a Shiba even, or something. <laughs> yeah, I even have a fucking like. I have an example for this. It's like, I think he was a very weak man. I think he wanted to prove himself, regardless of this point. I think he wanted to make himself known. For something special, something that would make people forget about that the way he looked and pay attention to the powerful mind that lay inside his skull. Unfortunately for him, however, <laughs> he didn't have much of a mind to back up that reason. And yeah, so the, at this point, while I'm reading the story, yeah, much like Gamer just said, like really just parroting it, just like the, he came off, he's monologuing. <laughs> Like like an anime supervillain, <laughs> like an anime villain. Like the entire time I'm like listening to him, like the the it's like dark in the room except for like maybe the light from the window. Um, he has glasses. I actually looked it up to make sure he had glasses. <laughs> the actual person Sasuke. Um, so like I just imagine them like anime style, like just glowing white, so you can't see through, like past them. And him just like like as he as he's as he's doing is like unfortunately for him, however, <laughs> he like. He like puts his finger Just like he adjusts them, yeah. his, his glasses up. Yeah, he adjusts them with a finger like like every fucking like maniacal um like anime villain who has glasses yeah. does. <laughs> like just steeples his fingers or like pushes his glasses up while he monologues and like uh patronizes um a, a main character uh and their pathetic actions. <laughs> yeah, that's him. Um yeah. Also, fun little fact about Sasuke Tamada. He didn't actually work on Pokemon Red or Green. Oh, really? <laughs> he worked on Pokemon on what would become the Japanese remake of Pokemon Red and Green, Pokemon Blue, which was a graphical upgrade to the original two games. But he didn't. I don't think he actually worked on the original games as this proposed. Oh, versions broke. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's what yeah, kills it. <laughs> Um, and also, like that's I actually have a also fun little fact. This story truly is a work of fiction, as if that wasn't uh, obvious. Because Sasuke never worked on Pokemon Red and Green, uh, the original like at the original release. At least as far as I could look, like I, I looked it up. Like he doesn't have a credit, as far as I know, to Pokemon Red and Green. He his the earliest uh, credit he has is to Pokemon Blue, which is not the Pokemon Blue that we know in America in North America. It's Oh, it's like Final Fantasy. Um, Final Fantasy Two is like six over here. No, it's it's like we so Pokemon Red and Green in Japan 
is what we know as Pokemon Red yes, and Blue. I did. I learned in that in this story yeah. <laughs> and looked it up. Yeah. However, yeah. And in, in but but the Pokemon Blue that they're referencing is actually a an exclusive that Japanese uh players got in a I think as part of a magazine thing or something. And it's like an up again, it's an up a graphical upgrade to the original okay. games. Yeah. Yeah, on on me finding um, out about yeah. red and green versus red blue. I found out that yeah, it's basically because they wanted to try to draw in the American audience, hence like why it's American colors, red and blue. Oh my god, I just yeah. caught that. Fuck. Well, you know what? I I can see their logic because Americans are very patriotic. Yeah. Like red and blue, like they just need Pokemon. Honestly, like they just need a red, white Pokemon, red, white, and blue, mm. <laughs> and it would have been like. Sold. I'm. I, yeah. Assume we didn't get wow. green though, because it would be like leaf, basically, right? I'm also kind of disappointed because, yeah. First off, I love green. Like green's my favorite color, obviously. Out of all the um, starters, I always pick Bulbasaur as well. So I'm like, yeah. God damn, we didn't get the green. Mm. Sorry, we didn't get the 50, percent um, the bluish yellow <laughs> one. Damn it. Yeah, but we did but get like, Pokemon uh, yellow. And you know what's? Yeah, and you know what's funny? <laughs> Originally. The mascot of Pokemon was Hell Bulbasaur. Yeah. Bulbasaur. But then Pikachu took over. That yellow bastard. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Weird, <right>? What? <laughs> I, 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 I don't... What? <laughs> ah, my mind. Alright, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move on. Also, um, oh, but yeah, I'm, glad that, I'm glad that I wasn't the... Oh, yeah, oh sorry. Um, yes. Yeah. It's it's Pokemon Red Green as well, by the way. And remember, if trainers don't find you the very best, they'll at least find you handy. <laughs> God, or it's damn it! Handyman secret weapon: Ducklet, duct tape. No ducklet. Wait, <laughs> no or no um, side duct tape. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna go with side duck, but ducklet is uh, it sounds a ducklet little bit closer, is pretty good, even though he's not Gen One. Yeah, honestly. Honestly, I'd give you yep. Ducklet. <laughs> Is there? There's got to be a Pokemon that's just tape. <laughs> tape Pokemon. I I think that might actually be. Okay, not yet. Soon. Not yet. <laughs> you can buy Pokemon um, tape though. Yeah, you can. I, that's that's what came up when I yeah. googled it. <laughs> um. All right, so I'm gonna move on to the next thing here. Um. It seemed that the game was no longer giving any ill fi- that any ill effects to any children. The callback of the game that was planned was canceled, since it seemed the game was no longer harming any children. And I, I like I read that I was like I'm pretty sure the game company would still recall the product associated with child deaths, like. At least initially, like at least the, the like the the what the original like the the original like product they would they would recall for PR reasons. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, um, like at least the first version, at least the first like wave of product they'd probably like they'd bring back so that they could like relook at and like evaluate and then like test to see if there's something harmful in the game. And then they'd pump it out again. It's like, Pokemon green and red. It's not going to kill your children this time. We swear. <laughs> Pokemon green and red. Neutered edition. <laughs> no. 
but yeah, I mean, I, I don't doubt that they wouldn't like sell it. Uh, like it wouldn't have been canceled. Like, and like they wouldn't stop. They'd just stop selling it. No, I, I feel like they'd still would do that because Nintendo is a big corporation. Um, but they would at least like for PR reasons, like recall the product back <laughs> regardless. But, um, uh, I'll move on. We've already talked about uh, how um, Sasuke is is really just a monologuing anime villain. 100%. Um, yeah, I'm I'm so glad that like I wasn't alone in yeah. that. <laughs> in, 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 in seeing that in the game <laughs> or seeing that in the story. Um, and then yeah, the next one here. The police arrived on the scene quickly, and to their horror, they discovered Sasuke and the two detectives dead. They had been they'd all been shot. But not after a struggling, or but not after struggling, the detectives had been shot multiple times, at least ten each, before dying after being shot in between their eyes. Tauske himself had clearly died of two shots to the to his chest, straight through the heart. And you're too late. You give love a bad name. Yeah. So, first off, that was ridiculous. Like just the gun, the like the gunfire that the gunfight that just apparently ensued. Um, secondly, I wasn't expecting it. Um, like I wasn't expecting Sasuke's de- demise to be gunfire to be gunfire. Um, because like throughout the the audio recording that we we hear or that we read and like hear, um, like Sasuke opens a window. Yes, and he's standing by a window and he's shuffling around it. So I was expecting him to to defenestrate himself out and, a window and like fall. And the like, detectives were saying like, "Don't do anything. Like, don't stop doing what you're doing." It sounded like he was trying to do that as well. I agree. Yeah, like he. I think. Yeah, I think it even like sh- like says or something or like insinuates that like he got to the window and like was get about to get out of it. And that's when they pulled their guns. But like. Then they all die. They're they're all dead in his apartment from gunfire. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, that was a. I don't. That was breaking expectations, but I, I still didn't like it because I I think it would have been. I guess I, I I wanted to follow through. Like, if you're going to do this, you might as well follow through with your uh your your ridiculous death scene. So what the hell happened in that apartment? Yeah. Did, yeah, did Sowski maybe maybe Sowski opened the window because he had gun he had two guns on uh, on the outside of the window like in a bag like ready for when the cops would show so they they think that he was going to jump out the window but really he was just going to grab his guns and he just he whipped them out in front and just like bam 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 just like a big old gunfight just a Matrix style slow mo goes in yeah that's the only thing that makes sense because like. Shot yeah, it was a firefight or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> sorry. It's just Willem Dafoe um, from Boondock Saints. Like it was a firefight. He just had like multiple guns in his. You know, he didn't. He pulled them from the window, but uh, but he also had like another set of guns strapped to himself. So he was just firing multiple guns at the yeah. same. <laughs> As he's getting gunned down by the by the detectives. <laughs> Uh, this is so stupid. That's what happened, though. It doesn't yeah. say what happened, so that's what I'm believing happened. Yep, that's that's clearly what happened, honestly. Because like, how else did the did the did the detectives both die from from ten gunshots each, and and bullets to the head? Nope. <laughs> like, Jesus. 
Um, okay, moving on to the next one here. Um, so this is like the 10 years later and the, 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 the last detective left who's like left the force and stuff like that. And he's, uh, he's, he's reading through letters and stuff. Um, he read through the letters and, and the notes. He remembered the woman who appeared to him on the street that one day and handed him that letter that led to the change of the entire case. He wondered who she was and where she had come from. Honestly, at this point, like the, the whole like 10 years later section, like the opening into it and stuff. And like, it kind of reminded me of like a crime thriller. <laughs> um, Like there's a movie, there's actually a South Korean um like crime thriller movie that reminded me of this called Memories of, of Murder. I don't want to spoil too much about Memories of Murder, but suffice to say, like this sort of the, the beginning of this sort of reminded me of Memories of Murder, like uh, close to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that, that's my only note on this. Is like this is starting to sound more like a crime thriller than anything now, <laughs> or they're adding in little like snippets of crime thriller into this like urban legend creepypasta. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and then the next one here, <laughs> evidence number two one zero four eight. He opened it up and looked inside. Filling the container were exactly one hundred and four Pokemon Red and Green cartridges. Should have been 150, but okay. <laughs> uh, I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, 151. Yeah, 151. Sorry, 151 Pokemon. Like from the first from the first it's game. The cartridges, though. I know. I just <laughs> I don't know. This game's already this, the story's already kind of ridiculous. Like, why not have like that symmetry of like, or why not have that uh, that that connection that like they found 151 cartridges. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, uh, move, continuing on. 104 uh, Pokemon Red and Green cartridges, each one in perfect condition, untouched since the day they had last checked them ten years ago. He reached in and pulled out, or uh, he reached in and pulled one out. Pokemon Red. He hadn't seen one in a long time. He didn't know what he thought next, but he reached in his desk and pulled out an old Game Boy. Remembering the days when him and the guy, him and the guys were checking, it, were, were gathering information by playing the game in in the office. <laughs> nope, that's not how this no, continues. Just on the slow days, they would all play Pokemon and like get their link up cables together to like do trades and everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, sorry, continuing on. <laughs> uh, he received it. Uh, so this is the Game Boy. Um, a long time ago. In a, in a galaxy far, far away. Damn it! All oh, the references <laughs> today. Stopped. Apparently. Sorry, okay, yeah. He, he received it a long time ago, but it still worked. It was his son's, but he had died a few years ago. His wife was gone, too. That was, that was then, though. Popping in the cartridge in the back of the Game Boy, he turned on the system. I, I just had to read this, like, paragraph because it was just kind of absurd to me. <laughs> like, I know it's trying to be serious, but the fact that he just like he pulled like I'm, again, I'm envisioning this like sort of crime thriller. Like this guy's like ten years older, like grizzled. He uh, he he's he's going back on this old cold case that he he uh, he's the last survivor of. Um, like it's very true detective style, or very like again Japanese uh, crime thriller. Pulls out one of the game cartridges, like huh, Pokemon Red, and then like he goes to his desk, like his old desk, and like pulls out this dusty shelf and like. There's a Game Boy there. And it's like, and then he just, and then like we get the monologue. It's like, my son's Game Boy. 
He's been dead for years. Wife, too. Time to play this game. <laughs> it just it, it just seemed really absurd to me. One. Like, I like it. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it seemed like, yeah, it's just like really just hammering that in. Like, why wasn't there a, maybe a Game Boy in the container with the cartridge? It's like, because that why, be why wasn't that in like evidence themselves? lockup? <laughs> Well, no, because it's an evidence lockup, so it's not going to be played. Yes, but but either way, the way I saw except it, except like, for now, <laughs> yeah, he has that as a memento, as mm-hmm. some, something to remember his child by. Yeah, so that's why he had it with him. No, yeah, I, I get that as well. Um, I'm also being relatively critically silly <laughs> for getting this, but um, and yeah, it also within within the context of like the story, like we need to get this information that his 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 wife and his his child are dead. Because we get the revelation of what the secret behind this whole situation is. Um, so, and that is, uh, the lead detective's weary eyes grew wide. He couldn't help but read out what was there in front of him. Come follow me, come follow me, come follow me. I miss you, Dad. I miss you, my husband. I miss you so much. And at this point, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> the game is haunted. Um, or... They put a code into the uh, into the game uh, to make you want to kill yourself and join your dead loved ones. Some kind of like weird mind hack or or psychological manipulation, I suppose. Um, regardless, I kind of like that idea. <laughs> like, it's actually not a bad, like, creepy poke pasta like uh, thing to do. Like, have this like weird basilisk hack code in the game that like. Makes you like because it seemed like it was it it basically uh, from the premise we get the code is in there and like it's the the message that's sent to you it isn't just like 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 it's not just going to always say like I miss you dad I miss you my husband like it's probably going to like for all the kids that were playing the game it was probably like saying something that was like traumatic to them like because like it was some dead relative or some some uh, maybe like a dead pet or something like that or. Or it was bringing up something like something that somebody who was dead that they loved and that they wanted to see again to try and coax them into their suicidal tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, again, as a as a horror as a horror idea, I really like that. I, I just kind of wish the ga- the the story that was that was um, that was written for this premise <laughs> uh, was a little bit more tasteful in terms of like you know not using real people. <laughs> Um, that are alive and having them be like villains and like kill themselves. <laughs> but again, interesting setup. I, I, I appreciated that. Um, and then the next one here, or the next bit I have, um, my wife, my child, listen to me, bring them back to me. Um, wait, bring them back to me. I said, Voices. He heard voices, hundreds of voices. He turned around from his seat, looking behind him, and standing in small, standing in his small room, were children, many children. Some had no eyes. Some had rings around their throats. Some were burned all across their body. They were screaming, reaching towards him. And at this, I was just like, "That is a." So aside from all like the silliness that I, I kind of been like kind of goofing off about the like uh, previously and stuff, I was reading this relatively seriously, except for like you know throwing in my my odd note. 
And at this part, I was like, that's actually genuinely creepy. That's a that's a genuinely creepy scene. Like the 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 souls of the dead of, of all the, the dead children who uh these these game cartridges have uh have have affected suddenly appearing in this room it, it, and and the way they're all dead and stuff like that and the way they all look that's kind of ver- that's very j horror <laughs> so i i can appreciate that um and then my final actual thought here um is that the very the last moment basically the last like line and like we were talking about it earlier with the grammar inquisition like um like uh maybe you'll find a, if you have an old game cartridge give it a play try ch- check it out uh, roll roll the wheel <laughs> uh roll the wheel who knows maybe you'll learn the secret of for yourself and to that i was just like nope because this little campfire story style uh ending has filled me in on what the horrifying secret is it's some kind of you've sort of you've sort of ruined <laughs> the uh the you, the way you the way you've uh, you've like presented like the ending here of like give it a try who knows maybe you learn the secret it's like I, I already know the secret you just told me who <laughs> you it kinda <laughs> I I I think I think it would have worked better at the end here if it had just dared you to do so do this like see if you're see if you're you're strong enough to like uh to to resist the the, the secret or something or like know. it and if you don't believe this is true try it yourself. Fuck you. Yeah, that would also. Work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The story's already kind of being not very yeah. kosher, so why not just throw in that little bit more yeah. vulgarity? It was the 2010s when this came out, anyway. So, um, but yeah, that's that's my actual thoughts. So, Mikey, the E stands for evil. Uh, well, let's continue where you left off, which was the end. Um. So, I, I really didn't like the end either, but for a different reason. Um, like, it's insinuating that, like, the code is out there. <laughs> and it'll get you. <laughs> but you have to realize that um, the Japanese release and the U.S. release were two and a half years apart. Yeah. Which is long enough for them to make many changes to the code, and that is invisible. Yeah, yeah. But they could have changed it without the people that um, put that code in there because they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> in 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 the in the in the universe of this story, yes. Yeah. <laughs> in the alternate timeline, that is this story. Yes. Um, yeah, especially uh, since they were like they were recalling the game cartridges, so like they, the company knew there's something up with their coding. So that I would imagine, like for the American uh, or the North American and other language uh, versions of the game, yeah, they would probably look reevaluate like when they're translating, getting the code and some of that. They would probably like look over and see if there's anything fishy about it. Maybe they would miss it, like like gamer was kind of proposing there, but I mean, they might have been also thorough. On it. Yeah. And honestly, if it was something in the code and not something supernatural, why isn't there a story about the US release and Ooh. kids dying or from suicide and whatnot? 
By the way, like um, as far as I recall, because it's been a very very long time since I've played uh, the old school Pokemon games or any of them. Um, most recent one was Pokemon <laughs> Snap, but anyways, uh, <laughs> um, as I recall, <laughs> when you start the game and you go towards the long grass, <laughs> the game stops you and says like, "Don't go into the long grass or whatever." And then you have to talk to Oak first. Yep. So, yep. as far as I know from the games that you're actually able to play in this universe, aka our universe, um, you can't hmm. even do what the game is saying that you can do. And that might be because in the original one, you could go out there and explore. But since then, maybe they couldn't find the code. Uh. So they just put up a wall so the player literally can't go into the long grass anymore. And trigger that that code like at the very beginning yeah, of the so game. So it's actually still in the games. Yeah. You just can't go there anymore until you get the first yeah. Pokemon. And if you have your first Pokemon, it won't affect you. That is... Yeah, that's actually a good uh, like because yeah. What if it's just like th- th- what's being described? What if that's just like the early version of the game where like you could go into long grass for like like a couple of steps into long grass that would trigger this, but they're like, oh shit, well, maybe that's the problem. We'll just cut nope. that out. <laughs> or let's just let's put an invisible wall here and have oak oak come pick you up before you get to the grass. <laughs> so it's it's potentially well, in every uh, single Pokemon game. My the God. version has been restored. <laughs> <laughs> that part of it, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I actually l- looked up a video of the starting portion of the Pokemon Red. Oh yeah, and and you actually step into the grass, and then Professor Oak shows up. It's like, hey, don't do that. Come here, I'll give you a Pokemon. Oh okay. <laughs> oh, and that's the, that's the original Japanese version of the game. No, or is that that's the American? Yeah. Oh. Oh, either way. And well, the the other thing yeah. is in this story, it mentions that all the kids had one Pokemon. Yeah, that's so, true. Well, I yeah, sorry. Continue. Or at least the ones that they looked at. <laughs> yeah, because they had to find out wh- how far they got into the game, and they all had only one in their Pokedex. Yeah, yeah, but, it, but I it might be... I sort of oh, sorry. This is. This is the one thing that I was thinking about in regards to what you were saying earlier, Cultus. You were saying, like, do we, like, in regards to the end, like, do you go in there to see what the, the mystery is? And you're saying that we know what it is, but do you? Because it might be the thing that triggers all this is some weird fucked up Pokemon that you get. It's just you never know what it mm. is because you're insane at that point and you can't tell people. Okay. Like, maybe. Uh, yeah, they, that's true. They, they do mention like there's always a first Pokemon. I always, I kind of assumed when they were talking about like uh, that these kids like uh, their their gameplay wasn't very long and they only had one Pokemon in their inventory. I assumed that like once they'd gotten to the because um, uh, because it mentions when the detective plays the game and like they gets that message, the message cuts out and then the game resumes as normal and Professor Oaks takes you back to his lab and you get get to choose your Pokemon. I was thinking that that first Pokemon that all the kids had. Was just their starter because they they the uh, they got to that point of the game and then they just stopped because they were too traumatized at that after that point. But I I do like the idea that like maybe the the program is a Pokemon that's referenced in the long grass before you get a Pokemon, so you get that in your inventory in your Pokedex, or you you get that mentioned in your inventory, or it just 
pops into your inventory like without you even having to like battle it or anything like that. It's just you suddenly have that Pokemon that is has the program. And maybe it's always different. Like maybe it's not just always a Radita or um or a uh whatever the Pokemon there are, the weevils or whatever that are I'm in the long grass in the Pokemon. first part. I'm saying it's some weird Pokemon that Chiro made. Oh yeah, it could be that too. I just meant like maybe maybe it's a, a new weird Pokemon that they've come up because we never we just hear that like there's a Pokemon that's in their inventory but they never say which one so it's either an original one or maybe it, the code randomizes the early Pokemon so that you don't know which one it's going to mm-hmm. be. Yeah, the way I first yeah. thought it was going to be is yes, it's just a, you have a normal starter and you get into some fucked up place and that's where things go go sour. But as it was describing yeah. how it was, where before you even get your starter, this is what happens. I assumed this was like the secret fourth starter Pokemon that's like uh, ghost type or dark type or something evil. And it was going to be dark type before they existed yeah. in the game. Um, was that not a good one? <laughs> the, the, the Ur dark type. No, yeah, there, there's no dark type in, in the original Pokemon games. Ghosts like, and stuff, though. Yeah, psychic, ghost, normal, rock. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the the dark type, like at the time of like when Pokemon first came out, it was like just yeah, ghost so and psychics. It would probably be a ghost. Maybe yeah. actually, maybe psychic because of how much it messes with your head. Yeah, I think that go either yeah. way. Honestly, but either way, um, yeah, missed opportunity to <laughs> make a new fourth starter, like with evolutions and everything. Yeah. Especially since there is such a fandom for Fakemon. Yeah. Pokemon that do not exist, but people have come up, like, created their own original. Like, not just, like, I'm not just talking those, like, those uh, websites that you can, like, <laughs> yeah. hybridize Pokemon mm-hmm. together, like, like existing ones. I mean, like, the ones that, like, where people actually go out of their way to m- make their own custom Pokemon. Like, I have seen so many, like, indie game, like, indie game developments uh, in the last couple, of, over the last couple of years of people making their own Pokemon game in the style of Pokemon with their with a whole new region and a whole new batch of 150 nice. Pokemon. I was recently watching some I was recently watching some videos that um that uh Ross, like Ross from Game Grumps, Ross the Donovan, uh was putting yeah. up. And um he was saying that in that the fans like created like he was doing some sort of Pokemon related uh thing where like they made a new starter and everything for that. And it's like this weird pink bulbous looking thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, no, there's yeah, there's a bunch of the, like there's a bunch of uh, like you look up like I think I, I can't remember some of the names, but like there was like really interesting ones where like they again it was like whole new region, whole new Pokemon, and there's they they pop up every couple of years, and then unfortunately I think Nintendo tends to show up and just like shut it down. Yeah, of course. Because Nintendo does that a lot with like they don't they are very very um, protective of their IPs, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, even if it is a free to play and like fan made like product um, that is just posted out there for somebody to like download and enjoy. No no money uh, is transferred whatsoever. Poco- uh, Nintendo is very sensitive about yep. that. <laughs> You're not allowed to have fun. Yeah, except when we except when you buy it from us. Yep. <laughs> Again, C Corporation. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, sorry. I feel like we t- we took over your spot there again. <laughs> Mikey, uh, what, what was... Uh, uh, yeah, well, I got my point across. I think. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> I think. Maybe. Alright. Let's go back to the beginning of this. Uh, so the quote here is, A few cases recorded children who had began sawing off their limbs, others sticking their faces inside the oven, and choking themselves on their own fist, shoving their own arms down their throat. Yep. Uh, to which I was like, um, that there is a gag reflex, and just sticking a finger down your throat will cause you to throw up. Yep, that is true. <laughs> Unless you're being puppeted by an evil so, spirit that's controlling your body to push you past your own limits. Yep. Or you're just drowning in your own vomit as you're keeping your mouth, your fist in your mouth. <laughs> like well, down your throat. And do you know how much bigger your fist is than your mouth? Yep. <laughs> uh, so there's just so much problem with this. I did um, definitely get a cartoony vibe from that. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> now, the the way I feel it would have been a bit more dramatic is if they... Um, were shoving their arms down their parents' throats. <laughs> okay. Okay, so so homicide versus suicide. <laughs> yeah. Well, be, because you a smaller arm is going to fit into more adult mouth. <laughs> yep. You're you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but and and to gamer to what gamer was saying earlier, maybe the children have been possessed by an evil Pokemon spirit, and it's just like, yes, kill your parents. Ghastly, Ganga, <laughs> just right down your dad's throat. Uh, we like to have right. fun here. All right, uh, so my next actual thought here is when the lead detective decides to play one of the cartridges and then, but earlier it sort of determined that triggering the Pokemon or whatever in the first grass section is a rare occurrence yep. and not guaranteed to happen. Uh, I would have been happier if he got to that area and nothing happened. Like, um, he's like, just, like, confused. Like, like this, this is one of the things, and I'm just doing it for shits and giggles, and nothing's happened. Okay. Like, swaps it to a different <laughs> cartridge and does it again. Yeah. Like, deletes a save. Yeah, it would have been save, interesting so, like, to have, RNG like... RNG it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just for clarity, that's like when he's like ten years later, like that guy. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, I mean, we've already determined that previously the entire precinct was playing it and had no ill effects. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't have. Yeah. That massacre. <laughs> that, that that sudden like like sudden like massacre of all the the people in the in the in the bullpits didn't actually happen <laughs> that was just something that we we, uh, we threw together as a, mm. as a lark 
<laughs> also, I believe it's bullpen, by the way. You've been saying bullpen oh, okay. for decades. I keep meaning to correct you. Oh, I apologize. Should. It's fine. <laughs> We're just looking up random Pokemon stuff. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Squirtle unmasked. It's actually a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Donna, Donatello. Donatello, Tello. Yeah. Raph, Raphael. <laughs> Raphael. As he's like, got his size. Like, yeah. ah. <laughs> then Psyduck is like, He's like, yes, they are. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> that, that is humorous. Yes. Anyway, um, so my next actual thought is about the burning under the cartridges. So, quote is, the last detective who was ever a part of this case personally carried all 104 cartridges away and burned them all, making sure not a single one survived. There would taunt no more. So... When reading this, I was like, um, there's still, like, 10 million cartridges in Japan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wouldn't taunt anymore. Hey, authority, the authorities are just uh, are doing their due diligence to make sure that this does not come back on them. <laughs> <laughs> like authorities do. <laughs> Burning evidence. <laughs> yeah. It's one thing if it was, like... It was seeming supernatural to them, and they're like, no one's going to believe us that it's supernatural because it totes is. So let's just burn this shit and move on. Yeah. But they have evidence that it's like just like it's mundane, you know? Yeah. They figure they'd just kind of like solve it and not burn it. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the end of my actual thoughts. Okay. Gamer. Okay. Let's see what is left. Also, are you happy that I did a that we were doing another video game creepypasta? No, it's Pokemon. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah, it is a Pokepasta. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Your our track record for Pokepastas is very suspect. It's like if this was like, like in terms of quality. Sonic EXE five. You're like, aren't you happy? No. It's a Vigipasta. No. It's like no. <laughs> All right. Um, my first one here. Last. Why they were going to hurt themselves. They only answered in chaotic screams and scratched at their own eyes. They showed what seemed to be... Oh, when showed what seemed to be the connection to this attitude of the Game Boy, they had no response, but when combined with Pokemon Green or Red, the screams would continue, and they'd do their best to leave the room it was located in. So, um, it's said that um, the only answer... Sorry, it said that they only answer in screams when asked about it. But when shown Game Boy, sorry, when shown the Game Boy with the game in it, and they then they scream, aren't they already screaming? If they're like in there screaming, not answering, yeah, maybe, and then they show them the Game Boy, and then they scream. Maybe the scream should yeah, intensify. How it should uh-huh. be. It's just like ah. Uh... <laughs> This is getting closer. I'm uh, 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 pantomiming, like put it, like like bringing, putting a cartridge closer, yeah, and closer to the of course. 
I like pulling it away, putting it closer, putting it yep. away, putting it closer. Also, <laughs> if the children only communicate in screams while scratching at their eyes. How do the adults know that the Game Boy is the connection and that the Pokemon games are the trigger? How would they know to put two and two together like that? Yeah. It's just like the first occurrence of this showing up of the kid not actually killing himself. It's just a kid screaming in his room. How would they know it was because of that? I, I honestly don't have yeah. an answer to it. Um, other than it's it it, it's definitely, <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, it, it's because they do. Honestly, that's a trope in early creepypasta stuff. It's just like, and even urban legends do this, like where it's just like, I'm telling the story. This happened. The the, the authorities clearly going to know that this happened, so that we can continue the plot. <laughs> um. So the, again, some thought wasn't put into like how the how the the string of events would would correlate eventually to getting to this part. But we we do kind of for a story for, for to be realistic, we do kind of need a little bit of background beforehand of them like looking in and coming up with nothing else. Other and then like finally that the most once you've eliminated all the other possibilities. The, the the end result, no matter how impossible, must be the yeah. cause sort of situation. I guess, I'm sure I've goofed up that no, metaphor. I, I got it. But. Basically, I was hoping for some more police procedural in this police procedural. Because that's basically mm-hmm. what it is, you know? Yeah, it, it definitely became a crime like a crime thriller sort of thing by the end. Or you get the you get those vibes here and there throughout the story. Yep. Um Honestly, I, I I could see using this for like a a very like for like a game scenario. Um, again, I wouldn't use Pokemon, and I, I'd make up like I'd, I'd satirize and make a uh, like make not Pokemon or not Nintendo, not Game Freak, not not Satoshi to, uh, Takata or um, or, or Koji uh, Nishino. Mm-hmm. Like I'd use. I'd use original characters, like I'd use fictional characters and stuff like that. But I could see using this idea and like to to run a game, like a, an RPG game, where you guys are the police looking into this mer- the, these these strings of suicides, and over the course of the scenario, you'd find like it would like a lot of a lot of connections would be pointing towards this, like these, uh, the, it's something to do around in and around this game that all these kids have have played shortly before killing mm. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Missed opportunity for that, basically. But moving on. Yes. Regarding um, so. yeah. uh, Koji, uh, the quote is he he stunk. Uh, not the actual person. This is just him in the story. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I he yeah. <laughs> stunk. His uh, nails had grown yeah. black, grown black, and his hair was greasy, sticking to his forehead and neck. So I looked him up. And he's actually balding, and he doesn't mm-hmm. have the kind of hair that could stick to the front of his forehead and, and neck. Yeah, I think, isn't he the guy who's like, he's in the game like, as a character? I looked him up, and like, like this is what he looks yeah, like he's, posing a picture. Yeah. He, to me, he looks like a Japanese yeah. version of your dad. I can't <laughs> unsee that! Right? It's... <laughs> wow, yeah, that's... He looks like yeah. It, well, cause he he's he's um yeah. He, I I did I did a little bit of like uh, looking at Bulbapedia and stuff. Uh, yeah, because uh, again, when I was looking up their names and stuff, and yeah, um, Koji was actually the the model for uh, some of the game sprites in the game that are like the big guy, like the big oh, fisherman yeah. guy in the game. Uh, he's also the apparently uh, he he was also um, 
part of the inspiration, I think, for, no, for Snorlax. Lazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I can't unsee that. Thank welcome. you, gamer. Dad cultist is very much like <laughs> a non-Japanese yeah. Koji Nishino. <laughs> like it's it's the facial hair and the balding yeah, is, is really the big thing. It's exactly what what yours has. Amazing. Yeah. Right, moving on. Yes. Um, he was willing to do a lot of work to gain recognition. This I do know. I th- I think. Then there's ellipses, and then there's silence, and then yes, asked the detective, pushing him to continue. You think what? So I'm glad the detective jumped in here, because when I first read it, I thought he was saying that he thought he was willing to do a lot of work, not that he was cutting himself off. As in, Mm, um, he was willing to do a lot of work and gain recognition. This I do know, I think. Or the way it actually is, is he was willing to do a lot of work to gain recognition. This I do know. I think, and then he just stops, you know? It's just that little bit of inflection difference made a lot of difference because I read it as the first way first. And normally I'd be upset that I just read something wrong and the story had to correct me, but it did just immediately fix it right after. So it didn't really bug me. And also, how else would you write it, you know? Because how would you be able to tell the inflection of that? Because you would write it the same either way. Because ellipses have more than one use, just like everything. Yeah. You have to get used to that. I suppose you could go um, with him saying, I think, and then ellipses, and then say, he said, cutting himself off. Because earlier on, Mm -hmm. like there is narration like that. So that is yeah. a way that can be done like that, I guess. But again, it didn't bug, bug me either way. I was just trying to think of a, another way to write it. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, This is a, a grammar position thing, but yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Either way, I'll move on. Hmm. Uh, this is... Uh, they're talking to... What's his name? Sosuke? I don't even know how to say his name correctly. Yeah. Regardless. Uh, it's it's Sosuke. I, I'm okay. pretty sure it's Sosuke. But... What are you yeah. implying, asked Sosuke? It sounded like he was trying to maintain his voice. We're implying that since you're his partner, if you're hiding something from us, then you could just as much be as responsible for those children's deaths as Chiro himself. You can't prove anything, Sosuke shouted. And tell us what Jiro did to the game, they showed it back. What I... Oh, yeah, they showed it back. Then he says, uh, what I told him to, and then silence, complete silence. So that he's like, you want to know, huh? And then he goes on and tells them. So first off, that's the way that you show detectives that you're innocent. You tell them that they can't prove it. <laughs> like, compared to, you know, tell them that you don't yeah. know what they're talking about. Like he's basically admitting immediately that he's guilty by saying that they can't prove that he did it. Yeah. Like, I know he's being a stereotypical villain here, but it's just kind of dumb. But it's, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's very, very uh, surface level. And secondly, <laughs> he immediately changes his tune. as He goes from, you can't prove anything to, 
I'll tell you everything one line later. Yeah. It's like, I didn't do it. Then tell us what you know. I yeah, know everything. Like, you can't prove anything. And then they <laughs> yell at him. Tell us what he did to the game. And he's like, okay. <laughs> You've convinced me. <laughs> okay, fine. I told him to do Enough it. With your uh, <laughs> it's just once, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, like it's it happens a couple times in the story. Like it just like uh, Koji, for example. Like it's like uh, like they're questioning him, and he's getting nervous, and he just he pulls out a gun and kills himself. I was like, what? Yeah, that escalates really quickly. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was weird. Yeah, very weird. Also, I don't mean to cut, uh, interject for a second, um, but I have I have Koji Nishino's <laughs> Bulbapedia <laughs> uh, um, uh, entry up on under okay. trivia. Uh, Snorlax's appearance and gluttony were directly <laughs> inspired by Nishino's by Nishino. Snorlax's Japanese name Kabigon is based on Nishino's nickname. <laughs> And is derived from kabi, which means mold, as Nishino had a habit for eating moldy food. Okay, I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> so I just, I love the trivia. I lo- you know what? Out, out, away from this game, away from this story specifically, I love Pokemon trivia, like both in the game and out of the game. That is funny. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I just had to. I had to bring that up because it, it was up on my my uh, up my uh, yep. browser. It's relevant so. <laughs> to the situation, sort of. Yes. Anyways, moving on. Okay. The one thing he could do, however, was be manipulated. You could tell him what to do, and he'd do it. He wouldn't even question it. He'd do it just to hear that thank you you received when you received the finished product. That's that was his reasons. That's all he wanted. Two clicks from the detective's guns could be heard. And then as soon as I hear that, or as soon as I re- read that, rather, I'm like, why are the detectives pulling their guns out at this point? There's no reason to. He's just sitting there telling Unless. him everything, <laughs> all the information, and then the cops are like, <laughs> like just ready to go. Well, you see, gamer, <laughs> because we're listening, we're, we're, the only uh, context we have is uh, this audio the feed that we're getting. We don't see that uh, that uh, that. Uh, Tamara is is pulling out some his own guns, <laughs> like as he's finishing up the uh, as he's finishing uh, the yeah, model. If that was the case, <laughs> the detectives would be like, uh, "Put the gun away, freeze! Don't do that! Yeah. Fucking stop! <laughs> no, put it down, no, sir, <laughs> sir! Yeah, calm down, sir, Dave Buckets. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the detectives, Dave nope. Buckets, R.I.P. Dies eternal. <laughs> It's fine. Anyways, um, yeah, I thought that was weird. Yeah. They're just pulling out their guns for no reason. I'll move on from that. Yep. He's just, yep. Uh, we actually talked. I mean, you're right. He, he sorry. You are right. He, it is. It is unusual. It's just like he's monologuing. We don't yeah. like monologuers. <laughs> and the long grass thing we talked about. So the, tech, the detectives had their guns aimed at, at Sosuke. And yet, by the end of it, Sosuke was able to pull out a gun and somehow put at least 22 <laughs> rounds into the two detectives. 
executing them with a bullet between the eyes and then shooting himself twice perfectly through the, the heart, which I assume was self-inflicted after the fact. Oh, wait. You thought that was self-inflicted? I thought that was from the from the detectives. I thought I thought basically they all fired at the same time and like they got some shots in on Sasuke, 20. but Sasuke got like <laughs> twenty shots, twenty-two shots on them. No, I the way I believe it is okay. the detectives are horrible shots and Sosuke is John Wick. He just pulled oh, up the guns okay, and yeah. started and then, shooting the shit out of them. Because think about it, he executed them. So if he was shot yeah. in the heart, it and like he wouldn't have been able to go over there and just you know double tap them on the ground. So I believe he straight up yeah. just flawless victoried them, coup de grace them, and then shot himself twice in the heart because it was it was and perfectly the... through the heart. Yeah, <laughs> I I got I have to ask because you are kind of the the local gun okay. gun fondler. Gone fundler. <laughs> Gun fondler. Could a single pistol hold that many bullets? Uh an FN five seven has a lot of rounds in it, but that's not when this story was a thing. Yeah. What kind of time frame we got? Like mid nineties. Ninety six. Or yeah, I think around ninety six. Uh I don't know, <laughs> yeah. man. Okay. Well, I can yeah. I envision like two guns <laughs> or a bag of guns on the on the other side of the window, <laughs> like we said earlier. <laughs> yeah. All right. No. Figured it out. Okay. <laughs> so you know, in I think it was Borderlands Two, how there's a necromancer. Yeah. And that necromancer has a skill that does the longer you shoot the more inaccurate it becomes well maybe it's the reverse for these cops so they're really inaccurate to the point where the bullets shoot backwards at them so they were hitting themselves (gasps) 10 times but after the 10th shot the last bullets are like laser accurate so so they have like there's a malfunction or a glitch they glitched. <laughs> they they glitched their shots from like like in Shadowrun. Sorry, Mikey. <laughs> and they just shot themselves, <laughs> like it ricocheted back at them. Or it's like that function on the on that gun that Zorg gives the um uh the um the aliens in the Fifth Element, where like you do one shot at the at a guy, and then like all the other shots, no matter where you're firing in the room, all like turn and go right back to that location. <laughs> Oh. Wow. Yeah, realistically, he probably did not have one gun that had that many bullets in it, unless he had like an M16 right there. You know? <laughs> but, you know, it wasn't meant. He just, maybe, like, as he dies, he just, like, threw it out the window and it just fell into the bushes and, and like, yeah. they couldn't find it. I mean, FN57 was made in 1998. Yeah. Yeah. 1998, though. That's. Not 1996, yeah. gamer. <laughs> Close though. I yeah, I think yeah, but two years. Realistically, quote unquote, he probably just had two pistols, or you know, reloaded. Yeah, we don't know how long the gunfight was. You know, you know what I'm also mentioning is that one movie where it's like zombies like firing at each other and they're just shooting at each other like with tons of bullets and not dying and just like but just damaging them their bodies but just keep firing at each other I have no with like Uzis. 
it's I think it's called Dead Heat. And it is I need to see it because like I keep seeing this gif or this scene of like a guy walking down a, down a, a hallway of an office building, like going after like the bad guys. Um, and he's a zombie and he's got like an Uzi on him. And then like another guy who I guess is also a zombie, it comes out of one of the rooms and just starts shooting at him. And like he's like perturbed by like, oh, no, I've been shot in the shoulder. And then he like turns around and just gets just starts getting riddled with bullets in his in his chest. But then he continues. He starts firing at the guy, and he just gets bull, like riddled with bullets in the chest. And they're both just <laughs> firing at each other with tons of bullets. And eventually, like the one, like uh, like he like pushes the guy who like the the bad guy back into a room. And then right before the door, like the automatic door closes, he like pulls out a grenade, clicks it, throws a grenade in, and then like flips him the bird, I think, or and just like shoots a couple more shots into the room like out of spite and then walks away from the room before it explodes. <laughs> Jeez. It's like gunfight the... is like you're if you're playing airsoft and you're just shooting the shit out of each other. Yeah. Just no, for the and, fun of it. Like the reason I know about Dead Heat is because I've seen it on Twitter like countless times as a gif of like that scene and just like health points in tabletop RPGs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of <laughs> Because it's 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 straight up like because like when you get like a higher enough level like you can just like take tons of bullets and and and, and damage <laughs> and not die. Whereas like in a, in a more lethal game like Call of Cthulhu or Delta Green, they have like lethality rules, so like, one shot can actually kill you. Yeah, but yeah, for like heroic fantasy, it's just like it's like Dead Heat, where it's just like. <laughs> Just while well, you're still, where well, you're also firing back at the guy, and he's also like, re- like, just like shaking with the bullet oh, from the bullet impacts, <laughs> and you guys are just Power like fancy, whittling right? down each other's health points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I digress. <laughs> uh, I think we were talking about. I think I think you were talking about um, the the, the absurd the absurdity of the gunfight. <laughs> yeah, just because we don't know what the hell happened, and in my eyes, Sosuke is John Wick. Yes. He just shot the shit out of him and then offed himself. Because that seem, seems to be what people do in regards to this story. Mm-hmm. Specifically, people that work at Game Freak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, the people who are actually, like, these names, like, who are real people and living today mm-hmm. and did not die in 1996. <laughs> like, the yep. story portrayed them. Like, uh, that it's so, so weird. Such mm-hmm. a weird thing to do. Yes, moving on. So um, it jumps to the section where it's like 10 years past, February 27th, 2006 was the date. The lead detective, the man who locked away the original evidence 10 years previous, was reminded of the awful event that occurred. Although he was no longer the, in the force, he still had access to the files and helped when he could. Remainder, the, the reminder of the event caused him to look back to open the sealed container and held all the evidence. He read through the letters and notes. He remembered the woman who appeared to him on the street that one day and handed him the letter that led him to change the entire case. So I was under the impression that the detective we were following the entire time was one of the ones that was shot. Yep. Like that the man that was handed the note was also the guy that went to the meeting. Cause why wouldn't it be? Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I was very confused at this point. So I guess they, the lady handed it to the lead detective and then he's like, you two, you're two weeks from retirement. Go check this out for me, please. <laughs> yep. 
which seems unless because the gun was never found at Sasuke's. Like uh, they never mention a gun that Sasuke used. It was an FMP90. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe this detective was just like, man, I really hate these assholes uh, in my department. I'm going to send them to do this thing. And then I'm only going to give Sasuke... them two bullets in their guns. <laughs> they better make it no. count. <laughs> Well, no, I, I was like, uh, so like Sasuke actually turned out to be the villain. That's actually like coincidence, like for this. But then he burst through the door and just gunned down everybody. <laughs> so oh. he actually killed them all. Because <laughs> he does even he does actually kind of bring up early, like later on in the story, like like the gun. Like, it saw seen so much action and, and like he had so much regret about the gun. <laughs> That's true. Oh, yeah. So maybe he's the true villain. So, so he deserved yes. his fate. Yeah, the writing was weird. I yeah. thought it was just one detective, and then all of a sudden he um, mitosis into two detectives, <laughs> and then those weren't actually him. So I'm confused. Yeah, and then we technically have another another detective pop up at the end of the story who burns the who burns the cartridges. Yeah, it was like before he the died, last detective he also split again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like the last detective. Uh, like ten years later, he retired, came back, and it's like, and then that was the last guy. But then this last detective. <laughs> on the case <laughs> like went and burned all the cartridges and that was should have been it but he fell in the fire and died so this last detective had to investigate <laughs> yeah yeah there's just one there's just one detective that just splits multiple times yes that's his superpower that's his quirk <laughs> is it mitosis am i using the right word for that i think it's mitosis um Might be <laughs> going to google mitosis uh, mitosis is the process in which a eukary- <laughs> eukaryotic cell nucleus splits in two, following by division of the parent cell to, into two daughter cells. Yeah. The word mitosis means threads, and it refers to a thread-like appearance of the chromosomes as the cell pre- uh, prepares to divide. So yes, it is. A, it, mitosis is when you like divide. Oh yeah. I did a thing. Yep. Anyway, moving on. He reached into his desk and pulled out an old Game Boy. He received it. He received it a long time ago, but it still worked, and it was his son's. Uh, but he had died a few years ago. His wife is gone too. That was then, though. Popping the cartridge in the back of the Game Boy, he turned on the system. So um, I'm surprised you didn't say this, Mikey. But here comes the magical, eternally charged batteries again. Game Boy that just yeah. happened to have functioning batteries in it. Yeah, yeah. But in the end, it it all was in his head, anyways. So it's fine. Yeah, he never. It, he was just <laughs> looking at. He was looking at static for for thirty minutes. Yeah, or in this case, comes, screen because he never turned it yeah. on. Yeah. Also, the line. I, I think we kind of brought this up, but not directly. The line of his wife was gone too was so random and at the time i thought it had it has nothing to do with going with what's going on like it kind of shows up in the quote-unquote game the drop of it is just so weird and sudden yes it's like oh i should probably mention the wife just so like like i'll I'll mention the wife now because it's going to come up in a second when i when when he gets the messages from the game (laughs) yeah like it could have been more natural if it's like it was his son's but he had died a few years ago, uh, a couple of years after his own wife has died, you know? Yeah. Or like something like that, instead of just going period, 
by the way, his wife is gone too. Anyways, you know, like it didn't actually say that, yeah. but it might as well. Yeah. Look. Or like maybe that a little bit more depth. It could have been like, uh, it was the sons. He had died a couple of years ago, along with his wife, or along with along with the detective's wife, for clarity, <laughs> um, in a, in a car crash. <laughs> That's not said, like for clarity, <laughs> but like yes, uh, his uh, his son had died along with the detective's wife in a car accident a couple of years ago. Like add a little bit more depth and stuff to like the tragedy and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'll move on from there. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just brought it up, but I'll I'll say it anyways. I like the twist at the end where the game wasn't even on and his gun had no bullets in it. Like it was his own mind that did all this, basically. So he didn't die at the end? <laughs> oh, he died. But like his he was convinced. Whoa, that's loud ass thunder. Yeah, you you just heard that. I heard the I just heard it now. <laughs> like a second after you started talking about it. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um. Oh. Anyways. Um. No. In my, at least the way I believe, he actually died. But it was a um. What's the term for it? When you like you believe something so hard that it actually happens. Oh. Um. Some like. Uh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> um. Uh. Placebo effect. Yeah. Placebo effect. Or there's, there's actually another term for like again like mind over matter sort of situation. Yeah, like, but like, but like a negative real to him that his yeah. brain actually shut down because he believed that a bullet went through his head. Oh, psychosomatic. That's what it is. Yeah, there you go. That's the term for it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see that twist coming. I thought that mm-hmm. was kind of cool. That is a good twist. Like, it it makes it a little bit more like it's, it's more of a psychological thing rather than supernatural, but I don't hate it. Mm-hmm. And then my last note is in regards to the code that was put in the game, the code, like, why? First off, <laughs> why would Chiro want to make this? And why would Sosuke be okay with him making this? What is the purpose of this? Are they both just evil bastards that want to kill children? Like, what is the point of it? I legitimately think that's the case, or it's like they're again. Maybe if we had a little bit more details, we might have found out that they were actually part of some kind of suicide cult, some sort of suicide that, like, squad. No, yes, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like there are actual like death cults like that in uh, in the world where like they they feel like 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 killing a more they're by killing people like on mass they are helping them ascend to a higher plane. Like, that's a death cult. Well, okay, but from the sounds yeah. of it, Chiro was just a guy that wanted to prove himself. And he's like, oh, I, I found out this cool thing I can do in the game that no one's ever done before. Like, he and didn't seem like Sasuke he was an was asshole. Yeah. yeah. Like, it didn't sound like the thing that he was talking about was, hey, I found a way that I could cause people to kill themselves by playing your game. Hey, Game Freak, can I put this in your game? Like, it, it didn't sound like that's what he was saying. Or, I guess or like, or maybe he found some way to like again like hack somebody's mind so that they would like when they get to that secret or whatever like it like it it, it influences their brain or influences their psyche a little bit to do to like nudge them to do something and he was planning on like oh make it like 
more like make the game more addictive. That'll be a great thing. Like the company will love me because like it'll make people want to buy the games more if I add like a little that if I nudge it that way. But then Sasuke being a death cultist, <laughs> which is like no cherry. <laughs> like again, uh, a finger goes up to his glass to adjust them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no cherry, <laughs> no cherry. We need to we need to rescue these children from life. <laughs> wow. Get them like show them their, their show them their dead loved ones, and then they want to kill themselves. So he's the ascend. edgy lord of all. Yes, yeah. Wow. Well, at least that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I can see that thing that I had to fabricate in the last five seconds. Story. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this felt very anime mixed with like a, a, again an Asian crime thriller. <laughs> yep. By the way, it is hailing out right now. Yeah. Hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can hear it from my window. Yeah. Anyways, that's my last note, so final thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Um, so before the power cuts out and we lose yeah. this, this this recording, <laughs> let's go to final thoughts. So I do like the creepy idea here. The the thing sinister with the game, uh, like the the whole, like, Either it's psychologically affecting the person, like the people, or it's like supernaturally affecting them because of this 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 code. It's very Japanese horror uh, that way. Um, the issue I kept coming up on was the use of real alive people <laughs> and either killing them off or making them villains. <laughs> like these people, like everyone except for Churi, again, are real Churro, people that are Churro, Churro yeah. Yeah, Chiro. Everyone except for Chiro are real non-fictional people that are being treated like fictional characters in this game er, in the story. And I don't like that at all. It's kind of not Um sure. Yeah, it's it, it just feels really gross to me. Um I do think that this that if this story was was reevaluated, like if somebody took this story, like this plot line and had the names of the people and even maybe the company in the game changed to be something like uh, like an original fictional IP that satirized like Game Freak Nintendo or Pokemon you could tell this cool idea of like a game influencing people um and like the co- the, the 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 cops like scrambling to try and figure out what what's, what the connections are and so that could be a really cool idea um like i brought up like i, I kind of want to use that for a game like for a for a tabletop game scenario like as a horror game mm-hmm. um because you could do a police procedural mixed in with a with this creepy mystery but it's just it, as it is right now. It's just it's too gross for me. <laughs> um, so I don't want to recommend this because it's gross. Um, and, uh, of using like real people that are still alive and killing them off a decade or two later uh, than they're like, they're still alive. The, again, all the all the people here except for Chiro because he's not a real person are real and they're still alive and they're still making Pokemon games. <laughs> um. And so it, cor- it breaks immersion for me, like, as well, with that, with that regard as well. Like, because I know, because I went, I, a quick Google search will show me, yes, these people are still alive and kicking and they're still making games. They've been making them for years. So this is completely fictional and fake, which it is. And is also kind of gross because of that. <laughs> um, and it's sad because I genuinely like the idea of the, of the corrupted video game that they, they proposed here. Like it's not Lavender Town syndrome. Saw it's not some music thing that like the Lavender Town music that's corrupting people. It's not missing no that's corrupting people. It's some new thing that they that's been added to a story, to a poke pasta to kill people. And like 
that's an interesting idea in the poke pasta subgenre. I just wish this story had more nuance to it <laughs> or was a little bit more like classy about it. <laughs> I've heard the word nuance multiple times. I've never looked it up. It's basically like being subtle, like not okay. not being so blatant in in what you're what you're trying to tell. Like the mm. the co- like the social com- like if you're doing a social commentary on like let's say MAGA or Trump, um you wouldn't just do like um like Tonal Trump. <laughs> like that's that's not nuanced at all like you would do make a character that is has the same ideals of like of that of that person Mm -hmm. that you're you're commentating on you're you're putting doing a social commentary on but you wouldn't like make you wouldn't describe him like the guy you wouldn't like um make him like name him like very close to that character or just name him that character you would come up with your own original character and just have him have the same viewpoints or ideal ideology yeah. That's that's more nuanced than than uh the not. Okay. Um so I'm not gonna recommend this one as it is. Um but I mean if somebody went back and reevaluated the story, uh again the story's by somebody anonymous on uh, and it was pushed on a on a on a for on a uh, uh on a thread. So I guess that's sort of the, the I even good on that person for staying anonymous <laughs> because I wouldn't want my name to the story. <laughs> <laughs> the way it is unless their actual um, profile is called someone anonymous which good on them for getting that uh that username yeah right <laughs> um but yeah regardless uh getting back to brax tax um i don't want to recommend this as it is so i'm not going to mikey the east ends for evil so First things first, very beginning, the kids choking on their own fists. I really didn't care for. That that right. was the that was the needle that broke the camel's back. <laughs> yeah, right at the very beginning, right? It's like the yeah. second paragraph or something like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, like that, just level of immersion just lost me there. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, where. They destroy 104 cartridges when there's still 10 million Japanese cartridges out there. Uh, doesn't really do much if it is in the code. But thinking about it, there has to be some other outside influence. Like the, the game is just there as a coincidence. And there's something that's latching on to uh, people's memories of their loved ones that have since deceased. And they need, it's opened the wound and they want closure. And that closure is unfortunately suicide. Yeah. That, like that whole premise by itself is good. Yes. Um, but tying it to the game when it doesn't really make sense to tie it to the game when you actually know what it is. And then that whole quip at the end saying, oh, yeah, just go play your game that you have because the code could be in any version. You know what it kind of reminded me of? Like, you, it's it, this has come up in my mind twice now since you because you, you brought up the first time with your actual thoughts and now it's like 
this is like being told around a campfire story and just like but if you ever come across an old game cartridge be careful because that glitch uh, that that code is still out there in fact that code was me and he (laughs) just like reveals it to just be code (laughs) (laughs) or the code is right behind you (laughs) yeah exactly it's like it, it suddenly became a campfire story at the end. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I really did not care for the ending. Um. And so, really, it, there is one section that I like, but there's too much that doesn't mesh well. Like, as Gamer pointed out, the police with ten bullets at least each, and the uh, the villain with two directly in his heart, like, well, but the police were the ones with the guns, so how did that happen? Like, we don't have any <laughs> details on what's going on. Caught the ball oh. with the code. Sasuke. <laughs> oh my god. Sasuke's Neo. Yeah. He's Nega Neo. He's evil Neo. <laughs> so there's just. Or we're all living in a game, man. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, too. So, so much that doesn't mesh well with this. And there is some creepiness to be found, but it's not the real focus of the story. Yeah. Like, it's there for a short period, and then it's gone. Um, so, I, if I'm going to recommend this, it's a very low recommendation. Yeah. All right. And Gamer. So, I like how the story approached a video game creepypasta. Like, yeah, it's about a game, but 90% of it isn't really directly about the game play itself. It's it's not a let's play, you know? Yeah. Like, it's about a game, but by the end, you literally see zero seconds of game time. You see absolutely none. Like, not even the little bit that's described is actually being played at all. Actually, now that I think about it, how did the code actually get them? The code... It, it didn't. It was just his own craziness that killed him. Because he never turned it on, so he never experienced the code. Well, that's from your... Yeah, that's from that the, the one thing that you're going with, where it's like, it was never on. <laughs> oh, didn't it say that it was never turned on? I thought it was. Or, I thought, I mean, he, he turned, or am I just using it with the bullets? I think maybe the bullets? <laughs> um... The battery the... had long died, and only an empty black screen was left. Oh my god, you're right, yeah. He never turned it on. So, I, that just brought up another point. How the hell did he die there? Just his own insanity got him, I guess? As I just yeah. said before? <laughs> yeah, he just... He he died from a psychosomatic uh, attack. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yes, yes, the, uh... <laughs> I can hear that you have your <laughs> it... hand raised. It's the woman with the letter all along. My God. Because he was thinking about her before he did the thing with the Game Boy. 
it was not me. It was the one-armed woman. <laughs> ah. Um. Yeah. Here's a question: Is she a ghost? Is she, or is she an like a living person that's just like stalking these events? I don't know. I would say that she's a uh, a creature like. Uh... Was it Hachuchichu Sama or whatever? Oh, she, Hachishaku Sama. She's a yokai. Yeah, yeah, yokai. That's it. Yeah, she's a she's a Japanese. She's a new Japanese monster. Um, that's that's maybe latched itself to Pokemon or Game Boy. <laughs> it, it actually has nothing to. Do, it actually has nothing to do with Pokemon Red or Green. It's the Game Boy car, the Game Boy system itself. But at the start of it, it says it isn't. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, yeah. Me just thinking of that, that just made the ending even more confusing. Now, um, I don't know how I feel about that anymore. Anyways, uh, I mean, you also, yeah. I mean, you also kind of like helped bring up this idea about the woman, so it kind of made it a little bit better. But I guess. only in a headcanon yeah. way. So, <laughs> yeah, there's no. So sorry. So what I do like about all this, though, is that there are direct, real-world repercussions to what happened in the story from the game. Namely, insanity yes. and suicide. Most creep, uh, creepypasta is based off of video games. You can turn the screen off and it's all good. This one is not the case. Hell, you can't even. This affects you even if you don't turn the screen on at all, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> By the end. You die in the game, you die for real. Yeah. <laughs> you think about the game, you die for real. That's what happened at the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No, no, it only kills you if the batteries are dead. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Uh, the batteries die in the game. You die for real. <laughs> yup. Maybe, probably not, but maybe. But yeah, I, I do like how this is basically a mimetic virus. I think that's right. Is that the right term for this? You yep. kept saying it repeatedly, I believe. Um, uh, just like because you know about it means that you're infected and everything. And mm-hmm. by the end, because he knew about it, he could actually die because of it, I guess. Which is weird. Yeah, he was primed. So as soon as he picked up a game card... So as soon as he like did, went through the... White. Yeah. Cool. Yep. And he was, yeah, he was a shiny... Po- he, was a, he became a shiny Pokemon. <laughs> okay. Shiny detective. Uses shiny, uses shiny gun. It's super effective on himself. Yeah. Uh... Not to make light of suicide. Of course not. We're just talking in context of the story, mm-hmm. which is fictional. Yes. But uh, what I don't like about the story is the inconsistency of the effects. Like, for example, early on, it said that the children who survived would scream and try to get away from the Game Boy when the game was in it. Meanwhile, the lead detective at the end was able to talk normally, not screaming, and he tried his best to get the game to be close to it. Literally the exact opposite of the effects that were described at the start. Yeah. Which is also really weird. I don't understand. Also, the ghost children were clamoring for the game. And those, and it was sort of insinuated that those kids were the ones that killed themselves because of the game. Yeah, like by the end, yeah. because we're able to see what happened directly through his experience, the game makes you want to experience the game so you can speak to your lost loved ones. So why the children at the start don't want to be near it anymore, I don't know. It's contradicting itself, and it's pissing me off more than I think about it. Anyways, 
there, there's an explanation. Basically, <clears throat> those kids were abused by the ones that uh, are dead. Mm. So they don't want to see that person ever again. So they're scared of the cartridge. Oh, so the ones that kill themselves are the ones that do want to see their loved ones again. And the ones that survived are the ones that their loved ones were actually abusive. Yep. That's dark, but it makes sense. So I'll accept it. Uh, also, it would be good if it was in the game itself or in the story itself. <laughs> that'd be nice. But it'd be nice if a lot of stuff was in the story. Uh, That's true. Yeah. And then there's the fact that the programmer flawlessly killed two detectives in a shootout somehow. That was weird. I didn't like that. Uh, like that entire scene, I didn't really like as anime and everything as that was. Yeah. Him being a villain, it was just weird and it didn't feel right for like the way that the story was being told. It felt out of place. Yeah. But long story short, I would comfy giving this a a full recommendation if the sasuke interrogation wasn't so strange and like perfectly set to be a movie and if it wasn't killings of real people and if the effects were consistent and explained and this and that and that in a perfect world this has the potential of being a really interesting video game creepypasta because it approaches it at a cool angle at the development angle of it, it's kind of like the princess in that way. And the princess is a a, a good um, uh, example of how to do this sort of thing, talking about the development of something fucked up in a video game without using real people, because it wasn't a real Ex- game. And it wasn't a real game studio. Like, everything about the princess was a fictionalized product. Wasn't the princess... It, it was- Oh, right. The princess wasn't specifically in Zelda or nothing. It was jumping around like Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, and it was it was a game for a Nintendo product. For, I think for I think for a Nintendo product, but it wasn't. It was a. Uh, I think the game studio itself. In I could be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure it was like it was like some like small studio that was fictionalized for the for the story. Yep. And that's the way that you want to do this sort of thing because then you're not targeting real people, which is really weird. <laughs> <laughs> which is which ain't good which ain't is kind of gross yeah Let, let's just straight up say it it's gross <laughs> yeah so as it stands i'll give it a low partial but only because i appreciate the approach that it took where it wasn't just a let's play yeah it just could have been done a lot more tasteful yeah I think I think that's honestly like where my stance is, and I just I just don't want to recommend it because of all the grossness. Yeah. <laughs> like it it is, it's got potential. It's just no, ah. I'm recommending <laughs> the idea behind it, not the execution. Yeah. Uh, so at the end of the day, I think like we've got like maybe. Uh, our, hang on, did we did we actually like agree? Like so, no no uh, recommendation or like very low end partial recommendation for two of you low partial like 25%. Okay. So like maybe 50% all to- like oh, maybe so <laughs> 0.5 out of 3 recommendations. There you go. Uh our our uh our uh rating system line? is so complex. No, no, fuck it. We we keep our, we keep it the way it is. It's a bit now. <laughs> yeah, at this point it's it's practically its own like complicated conspiracy conspiracy theory crafting uh system 
Okay. <laughs> so. Literally just but yeah, zero, um, one, and two, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fine. Don't worry about it. Trinary. Um, yes. Um. So yeah, I think I think that'll do it for tonight. <laughs> if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below, or if this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. Uh, you can also check us out on Twitter. Mikey is at the E stands for Evil. The gamer in yellow is at the gamer in yellow, but without the W because his name is very long. Yeah. And I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, if you'd like to help, or if you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to send us emails, you can go to aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A L D E N T E R I G A M O R T I S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky urban legends. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah. If you'd like to help support our show, you can go to Patreon and select the back that you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. Uh, to our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it'd be like screaming into the void. And... Despite how gross this one was, like in terms of like skeevy, like like using real people, like living people and killing them off decades, decades before they, you know, they're they're still alive. The people are still alive. Um, but regardless of that, like if you didn't throw that story out there into the world under a, under an anonymous name, um, we wouldn't have a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. We wouldn't be talking about the how, how gross it was. And this seems kind of weird. <laughs> It's a little weird, guys. <laughs> like thanking this person for doing this thing—that's kind of gross. <laughs> well, no, because they put, as you're basically saying, they put the time and effort into it. Like, hell, we thanked the—I think we, you thanked the dude who made Sonic EXE. Like, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, so like ones that we I mean, like, despised. Yeah. yeah, this one has I mean, potential. Like, yeah, that's it too. Yeah, like the story has the potential and we talked about that and we wouldn't be talking about that potential if it wasn't out there. So thank you. Um, until next time, I have been your host review cultist. I'm Mikey. E is 10 for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Sleep well.